Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns audio produced podcast that has been called A Casual Goofy Romp Through a Conspiracy World on iTunes by God Eats Bagels exclamation point. Thanks God Eats Bagels exclamation point for your review. If you have a review you'd like us to read at the top of the show, just go on iTunes and you gotta give us five stars. Uh, that's the blackmail. Yeah. Um, if what? Give, yeah. If you give us one star and talk shit, it hurts our feelings. And then instead of reading it, we just cry individually. We, and just we cry. don't even talk to and each we other. We never talk about it. About it. <laughs> um, Willie, what's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, as usual, just uh, you know, going from one thing to the next, and uh, so it's easy to say I'm good. Um, I should say we we're not doing a real life no sci-fi this week because. We decided to watch football instead because this episode I don't I don't know who it's for. I don't think anyone's gonna like it. I don't think our listeners know anything about football. I know, I but don't know. Brace yourself, it's a football episode. But uh, we're football fans. Yeah. So we're gonna welcome aboard the SSRLSF, our good friend Eric Falconer. Hey Eric, how are Hello, you? Hello, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You've Hi. got the coolest last name that no one uses to <laughs> refer to you. Why is that? No one why, says why don't people call me Falconer? Yeah, is it just sometimes people do. Do like, they? I yeah, always, I, when I talk ab- about you, I use Falconer. Yeah. Yeah, I get it sometimes. Okay. But, you know. What's your you're from you're from Boston, right? Like yeah, straight from, up Boston? I'm from just outside of Boston. Yeah, a town called Watertown. And I always It's where the Boston bombers you. were killed and captured. That's that's in the famous. boat or whatever. Yeah, that was my hometown. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those cops I like went to high school with. But what did your friends growing up call you? Uh, Eric. My nickname was Ecat for no. For, there was like no good reason. Ecat. <laughs> yeah, there's no good. It's a long story. It's a boring story. Okay. All but right. it was started as your... like a joke, and then it became like my nickname in high school. <laughs> Ecat. Was that? Did you use that as a fantasy name once? I might have. I might have at some point. Yeah. Uh, fantasy football. We should specify. <laughs> fantasy football. Not just yeah. some weird. Yeah. Sex Not my fantasy name. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's a good idea. Um, you've been on the show before, right? We talked about religion. Yeah, we did the Vatican. We did just an episode a couple time? years ago. Yep, the one time. Yeah. Do you remember? We didn't do the Wow scale back then, did we? I don't think so. No, that was at my old place, right? I think that was at Starburns. Yeah, I we remember that at Starburns, Starburns yeah. too. All right, so now we do this wow scale where we rank you. We're changing it to five officially. We're doing just one to five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a one is a Wade and a five is a Willie. Okay. This is just for our listeners to get a grip on you and see how much they want to pay attention to your ideas or not. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's a lot of questions. The first part is a three-part what? Uh, the, the whole fucking team was... We're also watching this. For, right. Don't. Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, we, the whole team did some. The weird only pose. reason this is on is because it's supposed to not be distracting. Oh, Chris Hogan again. Okay, go on. <sighs> first part. First question is three-part question. Okay. So I'm I'll, ready. I'll ask all three, and then you can answer. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that aliens have ever visited Earth? If so, do you believe that they visited Earth? Within like the last three hundred years. Uh, yes, on aliens. Okay. Uh, I I I don't know. It's kind of a <laughs> you know. Uh, I will say yes. I believe that they've been here. Okay. 
I don't believe I I'm not necessarily I don't necessarily believe in spaceships landing with little green men right and the grays and all that stuff necessary in that way mm-hmm. but I think that there's a lot of things in in life and in this world that we don't understand and I think that the alien stories and all of the mythology around aliens comes from that stuff okay. it could be interdimensional stuff it could be I think like the idea of like aliens and ghosts and angels and all that stuff are kind of interconnected in some way. I don't think we have any, I don't think we're close to understanding it, but I do think that, that there is something here. Okay. Well, let me add this. Do you think that they're here now? Yeah. Not like in this room. Is that what you mean? No, no. (laughs) I mean, presently, but wait, your answer was, I thought your answer was sort of, not sure, but you do think they're here now. But whatever yes. that is is what you're saying. Whatever that is, yeah. I think the not sure thing is I think what everybody says, which is like, of course, somewhere there's aliens. Because in the universe. Just, just statistically, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's got to be some other kind of life in there. Okay. But um, I, I will take it a step further the more I think about it and say that, yeah, I think there's something here. Well, do you think that they're like secretly controlling the government? Or do you think that they're just sort of watching no, us? I don't think they are. Okay. Um, that's right, fault too. Like most things, ghosts, all that shit is like. Well, there's some weird entity thing that we're just not aware of. Yeah, other alternate dimensions, different dimensions, spatial. Yeah, I just think there's a lot that we can't necessarily comprehend. So speaking of ghosts, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, yes. Do you believe that ghosts are dead people, or do you think it's another one of these? Like we can't really explain it. I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I think maybe they can be. Only because I've heard so many ghost stories. Actually, the house I live in right now, I rent it from a family who swears that it is haunted. Uh-huh. I've never seen anything. And they claim, they claim to have had it cleaned or cleansed. They saged it? Yeah. Uh-huh. they did. Well, they, got a, they brought a medium in and like Shut had up, her do really? something. Yeah, wow. for real. And had her do a thing. But At what point in them living there did they do that? Do you know? And then did they live there for a while? And say, they were there like, for like seven years. And yeah, I think they lived there for a while. Like the medium identified was like a mirror on the wall that was supposed to be a portal. And so they took the mirror down and everything kind of stopped. And they, they she cleansed the house. Did they break the mirror and then they got seven years of bad luck? I don't know. I'll get back to Dude, you. There's some weird <laughs> old. Know. Find out for me. There's some weird old horror movie that I watched as a kid that really stuck with me. And I don't remember what it was, but like. This mirror was possessed, and it got broken, and then and then the piece lived on, and then like people would see stuff in the mirror behind them, like approaching them, and they'd look and be like there's nothing there, but then the thing would get up on them and kill them. Mm-hmm. I don't know they'd what the hell it was, but if you know what that is, let me know. <laughs> no, but I, I've goes. had I've had weird experiences. Like I think, you know, my son's too young to listen to this, so I'll talk about. It. I think in his room there's something. There's some kind of weird thing going on in that room. You why, feel why? something, or does he react? I, he he used to react. He used to say he saw stuff in the room. And he would say it so convincingly that he kind of convinced me at one point. And I've slept in that room before, like on the floor, and had a weird thing happen to me. And even just like being in the room, I always feel a little uneasy. But, it's, but I don't talk to him about it because he's five years old and he's yeah, got to yeah, sleep yeah. somewhere. Of course. So I, and, you know, I don't think it's like an evil spirit or anything yeah. like that. But what, was, what did you feel when you were in there? I was sleeping on his floor one night. It was me and him and his older sister. We were all having a sleepover in his room. And I was on the floor because we had, like, guests in the house. 
I was on his floor, and I fell asleep, and I was woken up by a really loud bang next to my head. It, sound, it, it sounded like someone had picked up my cell phone and dropped it from really up high. And so in the dark, I felt around, and my cell phone was still there. It was on the floor next to my head, but I couldn't explain, like, what... It was very clearly a big banging sound, like, right next to my head. And it sounded Is specifically a like a... Yeah, it's a hardwood floor. And uh, it really freaked me out because it was very clear, and I woke up, and I was like, that was a cell phone dropping next to me, and there was my cell phone was there where I had put it. Other than that, do you have any ghost stories? Uh... Not really. When I was growing up, I thought I saw stuff in my house. We grew up in an old house that was built in like the, the early 1900s. Uh-huh. Wait, when that when that noise happened and you woke up and you knew that that's that something happened there, you in in and your son was still there in the room with you, right? Yeah, and my daughter. Yeah, what did, what did you? What did kind you beat of the shit out of what them kind for of fucking with yeah, your phone? Yeah, did you talk out loud? <laughs> did you get scared? Did you take them out of the room? Like what went? What was going through your head? Uh, I was scared. I got really scared. They didn't, they didn't, uh, I didn't take, they were both asleep. And in my head, I was all, I was going like, was, did I dream that somehow? But it was so vivid and it was so specifically a cell phone that dropping next to my head. And let me ask you so that. I was, I was very confused. I was like, am I, I, cause whenever stuff like that happens, I'm like, oh, I'm being super rational. This is ridiculous. Of course a ghost didn't just slam my cell phone down. Right. But at the same time, like, what then? What was that? When you no get idea. scared, do you find comfort knowing that your children are there, or does it make it worse? Uh, strangely, it helps. Well, I th- I don't think it's strange. I think yeah. anyone. I'm more comforted when because I have a cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like just anything else like helps. Yeah. Yeah. Totally you know what's does. weird for me is uh, when I get scared with moose, I'm like. I turned into his protector instead of just this weird before when I get when I used to get really scared I could get stuck in my head and get trapped and then like get frozen for mm-hmm. in in the same spot for a long time like yeah. minutes yeah and uh now I'm like I I can face my fears protecting him the, the things that I could not protect from myself yeah I think that does help like the idea that like to know that I would like, I would defend them. Like if anything ever happened, whereas you, like you're alone, you're just like shit. Like, am I gonna really fight for my own life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What does a ghost do? I'm such a coward, I know dude. Just like, eh. I feel like I would just let people kill me. <laughs> Honestly, like if I got mugged or something, I'd just be like, "Kill me, man." I don't know. Just kill me. What? Fuck. Is that what you're planning on doing? Shit, man. This sucks. Like I've got golf clubs in my room, and I don't know if I would like ever come out here with a golf club. I'd probably just cower until yeah, well, they came in and killed me. It's weird because when you actually pull a weapon out, it's like, well, then you have to use it. You can't pull it out as a threat. Right. Because that weapon could make someone go crazy on you for pulling yeah. out the weapon. Right. You're going to pull a bat on me? You're escalating things. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I always, I, I don't know if this is true, but if anybody ever pulled a gun on me, I feel like I would accidentally kill them. Because I'm like, you're, you're about to kill me, and the last thing I want to do in my life is die. This is why I have anxiety. I don't want to right. die. See, I think I would just cower and get shot. I hope that I don't like <laughs> go out of my way to get in somebody's face that has a gun, you know? Yeah, it's scary. That's really Because I'm so offended. I'm like, you, you could kill me, I, so I have to kill you. Right. Yeah. 
No choice. What about Bigfoot? Do you believe in Bigfoot? No, I don't believe in Bigfoot. No, because I feel like we would have we would have found him or found legitimate evidence. Do you believe in any of the uh, what's the word <clears throat> for these animals? Oh, I forget. I don't know. Crypto. Yeah, yeah. Crypto zoology or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how I forget that every month. I don't think so. Wait. I mean, I like. I want to believe the idea that there's still stuff like on the Earth that we haven't discovered yet. Well, I like I that idea, Bigfoot but be one of them. Well, I'm saying I would love to believe that, but I don't. You just don't. What about yeah. what about wild humans in America? Like in the woods and shit? Yeah, or in yeah. the desert? In the woods. What, like feral people? Yeah, feral people. I believe it. Like I, like, <laughs> I do. I think that there's probably... I, I believe that more than Bigfoot, the chance that there could be feral people that maybe didn't get English, that, can, that thrived and... That are deep enough and wherever. And, yeah, I mean, forests are huge. Yeah. They're like huge swaths of land that, you know... I always People laugh when, 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 you know, a helicopter goes over and they're surveying areas. I'm like, well, we didn't see anything. And I'm like, dude, everybody fucking hides from a helicopter, even if you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, uh, time travel? Do you believe in that? No. Do you believe no. in the possibility of it, or do you think it will never exist? I do believe in the possibility of it. Yeah. But I don't know if we'll ever figure it out. Logistically or tangibly. Like, I don't think, I don't know. Because um, people would have come back, right? And yeah, it seems like if, if it, it exists, ever, we would yeah. know about it. <clears throat> I would think so. There's no way that, Unless that they people specifically are so decided, good like, at can't time it. travel that they hide themselves forever. Like, people can't even, you know, I don't know. Well, the responsible time traveler would not fuck with the past because they would but, know the ramifications but the that, thing right? is and, 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 I, and I totally agree with you but the thing is you can't go back in time and not accidentally fuck with anything because what are you going to do when you get back there I mean even yeah. even the I, I hate I really hate the term the butterfly effect but like let's say you killed some grasshopper that was that like intercepted some ant farm that like ended up like whatever I don't know like on the mic, whoa, micro level of everything, everything affects everything, you know. And I, well, I think if time travel exists and there are responsible time travelers, then they just go forward and like take weapons and stuff and come back to defeat the Terminators. <laughs> it could be. Right? Or what if they have? What if they're not responsible, and that's why we've had shit like nine eleven and stuff. And Trump, they've just yeah, they've just been yeah. like fucking things up the whole time. Oh, we had no man. idea. Yeah, I mean, listen, if ever there was a an argument in favor of time travel, it's like the current day and age, yeah. right? Like, how yeah. did we get so you, fucked? You know, my my best argument for time travel is is if I ever discovered it on my own, I wouldn't share it, and so I'm like. If anybody has discovered time travel, I don't think they would share it either. And so what if one person it's such did, a powerful thing. Yeah. yeah. And they've been doing things and they there's no ramifications because it, their life continues on and it would specifically be to get wealth and meet people and whatever, very selfish reasons and and mm -hmm. we we wouldn't know. Yeah. Like um, Biff from Back to the Future. So you grew up religious, we talked about this at length. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you believe in God? No, not in not in like the personal sense of like Catholicism and all that. No. Do you believe in the devil? 
I definitely don't believe in the devil. <laughs> I can say for certain I don't believe in the devil. Uh, but like I said, I think there are things we don't understand, and you know, I'm open to all that stuff. But okay, where do you stand on? This is always a tricky one. We haven't nailed this one down yet. Uh, the JFK assassination. Like, do you believe that um, Oswald acted alone, or do you believe that there was a government? conspiracy to kill jfk or do you believe that they're just covering shit up because well i don't know why they would be covering shit up still to this day but like i don't know what are your thoughts on it and the grand scheme of this question is like how much do you trust the government uh i don't believe that oswald acted alone i believe it was it was a conspiracy I think you guys did an episode on this, right? Yeah. And it was great. Like yeah. you, you had a guy on that like really knew his stuff. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah. It was pretty... I thought it was vi- like a very successful, convincing episode, but there was just so much stuff that it was hard. I yeah. feel like it was hard for people to follow that that weren't in on a lot of the stuff. Well, let's say this. Was 9-11 an inside job? No, I don't believe that. Okay, so you're somewhere in between JFK and 9/11. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that like the government is actively murdering three thousand people to start a war of right. uh, our own citizens right. to start a war. But I do because think that like started a war anyway. Like, there might be a rogue faction of the CIA that that you know with the mafia or something uh-huh. coordinated a that's an assassination the weird thing. Are the rogue factions of intelligence? Yeah, you know, like because I believe it was. <laughs> An inside job, but uh, but what about, not on the level that people think. Like, oh well, we all know what you thought, Willie. We're we're on like almost <laughs> episode two hundred of this. What about telekinesis? Do you believe in that? Uh, I believe in the potential for it. Telekinesis yeah. would be we could lift up that six pack of beer with our mind. And then open it I up. mean, that's the goal like of the, force. Of the show, yeah, the right? Force is is, to, is for, as you ask that question, me to do it one time. <laughs> right. It'll just really freak all of our guests out. And then when then we continue to have an episode as if it didn't happen. Would because that in- the whole time there, we go, like, is there a string? How does this work? <laughs> would, would that include, like, the idea of, like, group thought? Okay, the, the, no, like, but I also, I, that we're all I also wanted to ask, time, right? oh, well, that's interesting. I also wanted to ask about, like, do you believe in hip, hypnotism? Like, can you, and this is a, this is a weird question too, because like, there's the hypnotism where like, you just stop smoking and then mm-hmm. there's a the hypnotism, which is like, mow my lawn, <laughs> act like a chicken. I can't, I don't know a lot about hypnotism. I kind of don't buy it. Uh-huh. You know, especially in that sense of like, right. like cluck like a chicken, like or the whatever. parlor trick. Take so, off your clothes. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I just don't know enough about it to know if it's like. Legitimate. If there were real hypnotists, wouldn't they just be like serial rapists? Yeah, right. They might be. They What's could, weird is I. Uh, we got another email, and I, I, I'll quote you next week, whatever. But uh, that was like that was saying that like oh. I got hypnotized on stage one time and then he woke up doing something on stage and I was like, Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It is very interesting because you never hear the hypnotism, the people that go on stage, it's a weird thing where you don't actually meet too many of those people. 
And and so to hear anybody saying like, oh, yeah, I, I fucking woke up on stage. I didn't know what's going on. That weirds me out just to hear it. Right. Yeah. My dick was in my hand. <laughs> Everyone was laughing at me. <laughs> small dick. I know. Like, what? That's the uh, that's the next. That's the evolution of that show is like the X-rated version where it's like, like you, somebody's like masturbating in front of people and everyone's just watching be like wow dude he really is hypnotized there is a guy in boston i don't know if he's still there but he always was who's was called the the x-rated hypnotist or his, his name is like something santos or some the, the r-rated hypnotist who would go to that show? and you go to those shows and it's just like he do, he just like does sort of a dirty show with hypnotism that's fucked up it's, i don't think it's nudity or i don't think it gets like really invasive oh. or anything but well what does he do what could be r-rated i, don't know, I think probably just makes suggestive jokes and like you oh. know He's just a good cursor. You know, your, your friend He's that the is Andrew like, Dice Clay of, yeah, the, yeah. of the hypnotism world. He, <laughs> <laughs> um, your I'm, arm is a dick for a second. <laughs> it's not anymore. Yeah. I can't do Andrew. These new ones now I'm, have made me forget the old ones. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, you're like a four. Four is closer to Willie? Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought of myself that way, but I guess I never yeah. had either, but you believe in all this shit. And here's an the, extent, here's the yeah. other side of it though, is I'm smart as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart as shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you hey did you guys see uh Kyrie Irving coming out and, and apologizing for get uh for yeah. He didn't apologize. apologize he didn't apologize for what? He didn't say that he Kyrie uh, Irving is a basketball player. He didn't say that he didn't he's believe with the, Celtics. the earth was flat. Yeah. But he apologized oh, for he convincing was a flat people. Earther. He's a huge flat and earther. And Paul yeah, Pierce yeah, just yeah. came out as a flat earther like yeah. yesterday or the day before. Who did? Paul Pierce, the ex-Celtic what? player. Yeah. Really? That's what I heard. Yeah. So it's weird because he didn't <sighs> say that he doesn't believe it, but he, <laughs> so but he apologized for convincing people, I think, or or, or oh, he basically really? apologized for spreading that for spreading a false but he didn't say it was false he didn't say he didn't believe it wait he didn't say he didn't believe it no he was just apologizing for well i heard he's he's gonna stay a celtic that came out today he just wants to be a celtic that's good yeah so congratulations yeah thanks (laughs) um okay so so here's the part where most of our listeners will tune out (laughs) because we're talking about and we've done sports conspiracies before, but we did like a blanket sort of sports conspiracy episode where we handled like multiple uh, topics or theories. Yeah, this is just one, and this is your own, I believe, right? Like, uh, I, I mean, I, I can't call it my own because I've definitely seen some things, but but I yeah, I have my own little weird. Uh, line of beliefs. Okay, so let me just sort of give a little background for the listeners who aren't sports fans. If you want to hang in there, we would appreciate that. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be whatever. I should stop apologizing. Well, wait, 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 before you, before you even stop apologizing, it's like, I don't think a lot of our listeners listen for the conspiracies. It is just the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Most of our bad reviews are because we do a shitty job with the conspiracy. Yeah. So I guess maybe they're just here for us. I don't know. That's such a narcissistic thought. Though. So I, I have don't a question though, it. before we get started on this, yeah. is any of this going to, going to delve into, uh, like Satanism or <laughs> chaos magic or like, like any of that stuff. You with know this? what? It isn't. I mean, the answer is no, but it, but, okay. I, but, 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 but here's my thing. 
I believe that I have an influence on the game that I'm watching. Okay. Oh, superstition. Do you have any superstitions? Uh, did you grow up playing sports? God, yeah, I did. I played a lot. I played baseball and football and basketball. Okay. And did you have so any you... superstitions about <clears throat> those? None that really stuck. Like I would have like if I went up to bat, I'd have like a specific way like a that routine. I, you know, routine. That's more of like a mental like getting into the moment, right? Yeah. I mean, and, when I would serve in tennis, I would do the exact same thing every time. Like before I hit a right. drive in golf, I do the exact same thing. But I don't think it's superstition. I think it's more like this is just like my process. It's mindset. Yeah, yeah. I would I would have superstitions here and there, but they never really stuck. Yeah, because either, either they worked or they didn't work. And it was like, well, whatever. I mean, like, if you stuck too hard. It, it's weird when you get into the actual, and I'm sorry to tell you what you think. That's what I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> but when you get into the actual moment of like, oh, super, this matters. Are you super splaining right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I do do the thing as a sports fan where it's like, if my team's doing bad, I'll, I'll move to another seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I'll, and and if, really? if I'm sitting a certain way and they start doing well, I'm just like there. If like you, I do, I do do that sometimes. Yeah, with the Patriots or with, if you, you know. come to my house, there are there are multiple Yodas that that I that I that are out, and and Yoda is always near the television or computer monitor just to balance the referees, because the, the referees are something that you can't control. <laughs> and so if you're going to get mad at, at referees, so then specific. you should not be a sports fan because they're yeah. going to mess up. Right. And and if you blame the game on them, you have this hatred in your heart. Right. You're going to lose. Yeah, because the NFL will always defend the referees. I have, can't even I have speak asked out my wife them. to like leave the house before. What certain? Yeah, like there's what? been things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what did she say? Does uh, she, she go? She yeah, she's done it. I want to say it was like the 2004 Red Sox when we were dating. Maybe or no, no, no. I can't remember. But Is there's been the... like series where it's like she was out of the house. They she was in the house and they did terribly, and then she left the house and they won. And I was like, well, you can't be here. For the next game because they're gonna, you can't be. <laughs> dude, if I ever oh, said that crazy. to Shauna, that dude, like that'd be the last. I mean, like that'd be that'd be funny. I'm not adamant about it. Like if she was like, no, fuck you, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. But, but I do, I I do say like it would be nice if you like went somewhere. Do you like give her twenty bucks and say go see a movie? Yeah, why don't you go catch a movie? Yeah. <laughs> go get a haircut. Not that I li- don't like your hair right now. Just go get one. <laughs> Yeah, I've done stupid stuff. Have you ever been rubbing her shoulders and they score a touchdown, and so now you just rub now her I shoulders? Now I have to always rub her shoulders. <laughs> this is a two-hour-long massage. She won't watch football with me. She just won't. Yeah, but I should well, bring that up. Like, what if, you know, you could get something out of this, you know? Uh, yeah, you're still definitely a four. That's so funny. <laughs> Hey, if you if you've if you if you're listening and you I mean I don't know how many sports fans we have either yeah but if you um have done something weird that you have to continuously do like you gotta let us know yeah you that's can, crazy uh, yeah. you can email yeah. us at Wade and Willie at Gmail you can tweet us at uh, Real Life Sci Fi One on Twitter I forgot to get that out also if you want us to we're in the spaceship right now if you want us to Go explore space somewhere. Just hit us up on on either of those accounts. And, and here's the thing that I don't think people get: you can be very controlling. <laughs> what? Who? Me? I mean, if you're writing in, like you can be very. Specific. Oh yeah, you can steer this show. 
Like we'll do whatever. We're just <laughs> we're just desperate for feedback. <laughs> um, okay, so are we done? Like I yeah. forgot we sort of veered off what we were talking about, but um, I can't remember what started it. I just so the okay, the New England Patriots are a football team, the greatest football team. Of yeah, yeah. Falconer is a Wade and I are both Broncos and Bears fans. I am fans of both. I know Wade's a bigger fan of the Bears than I am, but, uh, you know, ever since I started watching Walter Payton, I watched all of his inspirational videos as I was learning to play football, and they really shaped me. And I think Walter Payton was probably the most respectful, amazing football player ever. Yeah, there's an award named after him. He was was an old Chicago Bears running back in the 80s. Running back is the position that stands behind the quarterback, <laughs> and when they want to run the ball, the quarterback hands it to him, and then he runs. So um, so the New England Patriots, it's a dynasty for sure by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 2000, when was the first Super Bowl? 2001 was their first Super Bowl win. 2001, same year as 9-11, so two tragedies that year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Bill Belichick is their coach. He's this really grumpy dude. He cuts the <laughs> sleeves off of his sweatshirts for inexplicable reasons. I think it's. I think. It, listen. Maybe? I think. Th- this, <laughs> let me let me put this out there. I am a huge fan of his. As much as he is an enemy to, we, if you're an AFC football team fan, like you gotta. Well, so the reason. The reason Willie's a fan, and I would never use that word, I can respect him, but I will never be a fan of his, is because he has won how many Super Bowls now? They've won five Super Bowls, appeared in eight Okay, in the last 17 years. Right. Which is, people don't do that. I mean, the Bills did it. Well, you're saying 17 years. Since 2001. Yeah. You you see, that's funny, because you are a Patriots fan, and your history starts after the first win. Well, that's Belichick's. I'm talking about. Yeah, Belichick. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right, that was the right. first, the first Super Bowl the Pats have ever. Wait, was won. that the first year he coached? No, there? it was the second year. Yeah. Okay, and before he was like, where do you know? He was he was under Parcells with the Giants. Okay, so he for, won two Super Bowls with Parcells. And the he Giants. was at right. the, he was at the Giants for twelve years. Yeah, and then he went with right. them to the Patriots and then to the Jets. He was he was with the Browns. And he got fired from the Browns. Yeah, one season, right? And then he went to Parcells. Yeah, he went with Parcells to the Jets. And then he was going to take over the Jets' job, and there was a big controversy because he accepted the job and then said, fuck you guys, and went to the Patriots. Right. And it was this And big, they're in the same division. Yes, they're rivals. Which is like a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so in football, there are four divisions per conference. There's two conferences. There's the NFC and the AFC. In a, in a conference, there's four divisions. There's four teams per division. It used to be different. I'm not going to get into that. So the Jets and the Patriots play each other twice a year. That's why it's a big deal that he said yes to the Jets, then went to the Patriots. So fuck, man. I mean, the most the Jets impressive must thing. Hate him. Yeah, it was it was a big it was a big controversy. Yeah, well, happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is when that happened. Okay, so Parcells was the coach of the Jets, and he retired, and 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 was like leaving the team to Belichick. Yeah, essentially, and Belichick 
the next day like wrote on a napkin or something weird that like he's retiring because of specific so basically he made it sound like no I, he doesn't want the jets job because somebody died that year or something and and i don't know there was there was a big excuse to be like no I don't, you know i don't want to coach yeah so, I, don't, wait, I don't know the specifics is that how of he it. got out of it he retired he reti- he said he was retiring he got out of no no he got out of it from like legally because uh, uh, it had something to do with Parcells and it went to the courts. It was something I think that Parcells had tried to control the situation and Parcells was retiring and then like was giving Belichick to the Jets and Belichick was sort of like, I'm going to control my own destiny. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have somebody assign me to a team. I'm going to go do my own thing. And that somehow went sour between them and, and, it was a very weird situation. I, I I wish I knew the specifics of it better than I do, but I know okay. I know it was he was he was kind of a villain in doing what he did. So fast forward or about seen as a villain. Twenty years. He he has ruled this dynasty. They've won. I already forgot seven super six Super Bowls, five five, five super, super Bowls, and eight trips to the, to the championship. When's the last time they missed the playoffs? Oh god, the playoffs completely? Yeah. Like I think never, it was 2008 right? when Brady went down with he had a knee. Tom Brady their quarterback went down with a knee injury in ACL. Matt Castle came on and led the team. They were 11 and 5. But because of the way the the, the divisions were worked out, the, like the Chargers made it over them who were 8 and 8. Okay. They should have made the playoffs that year, but I think that was the yeah, last time. Yeah. They, <laughs> who'd they get beat they by? They didn't make it that yeah. year in their division. What's that? Who'd they get beat by that year in their division? I think the Jets. Okay. I want to say the Jets. I'm not. It's got to be the Jets because it's the it's the Dolphins or who's the fourth? The Bills. Wasn't, oh, was it the Bills? The yeah, they're garbage. Bills. So it had to be the Jets. It had to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Jets. And the Jets have eliminated them once or twice in the playoffs as well. Yeah, the Broncos also have. Yes, they have. Yeah. And vice versa. Well. Mm, Tim Tebow know. game. There was a Tim Tebow incident. Oh, the second game after. Tim Tebow's best thing yeah. that ever happened when to him. we beat the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah. they made some rule that, yeah, and, and an overtime rule that if you score a touchdown, the game's over. I'll say the big, the most amazing thing to me about Belichick, and the reason I think he's he deserves all the praise that he gets, is because of the age that, of the NFL that he's doing this in. So before there was uh what what's the term i can't even remember for what for the parity in the U- in the nfl now where where there's a salary cap and teams are all supposed to be on an even playing field like before previously teams rich teams could spend as much money as they want and get all the free agents that they want and so yeah. you had you had dynasties like the cowboys and the 49ers and all these people the nfl came in and said no we're going to institute a salary cap so every team is on a level playing field it's going to make everything more competitive and there's going to be no more dynasties. And then Belichick and the Patriots have created a dynasty during this age yeah. of, that's supposed to be an but, even playing field. Yeah, okay. Like, point taken, but so have other teams. Like, here's the thing. When it comes to free agents, they'll sign for less just to go to a good team. You know what I mean? And so, like, the salary cap maybe should have, like, dissuaded that stuff. But what are you going to – you're going to go to the Bills for, like, $2 million more than you would – go to a team where you could like 
win a bunch? Some people, yeah, some people do. Well, yeah, you know? like the Carmelo Anthony's of right. the football world. Yeah, football is weird because, you know, I mean, I guess basketball is the same, but guaranteed <clears throat> money is, is like a commodity. What's okay? Hang on. We gotta. I know this wasn't supposed to be distracting. Yeah, this is that's amazing. But that's a. Fu- he just okay. Tom Brady just threw it up into triple coverage. <laughs> this is not good football. Josh Gordon. I. So it's a Josh Gordon touchdown. Can you edit this out of the? No, the no, no, we keep it. This is bullshit, though. That was not a good throw. This is why I hate he just the Patriots because everything he did chuck it up. See that was a Randy Moss touchdown because that was he used his five hundredth yeah, 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 yeah. career touchdown pass, and it was garbage. This is garbage. Look at this. Look how many guys are on him. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, was this was this an and accurate like and touchdown pass? It was just like a <sighs> Jesus crazy. What, it, it, one one defender got pushed and and then put his arms up like I got pushed. And he could have <laughs> he could have defended the pass, but because he was like, I got pushed. So that's Josh Gordon's second game with this team, his first touchdown. We'll see. That's He's a big supposed one. to be a phenom. If you're listening and you're not understanding, sorry, but if you do understand, you know what we're talking about. Um, all right. So anyway, Bill Belichick is a cheater by all accounts. He's been busted multiple times for cheating. Once. Mm, at least three. I mean, times. he threw. He threw. I don't want to. I don't want to like bury the lead here. So why don't I let you take it? I don't know how you're building this. Uh, yeah, this I argument. mean, I mean, to me, the the conspiracy of this episode is. I think that that Belichick threw the Eagles Super Bowl last year's victory. Super Bowl. He I think game. I think that he threw that he did everything he could to throw that game. Okay. <laughs> Any thoughts on that thesis? Yes, I know where it comes from, and I understand why. But I think I can explain away that theory. And that, but yeah, that's specifically <clears throat> one thing. So we could get into that one thing because that's the major. The major thing is that before the game started, um, Belichick benched Malcolm Butler, who was the hero of the Seahawks Super Bowl, which was in mm-hmm. two, it was in 2015, but it was for the 2014 season. He made an interception at the goal line to end the Seahawks game. So here's let me paint the picture. The Seahawks can win the game. This is in the final 30 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. It's like the end yeah. of the fucking game. They're on the, the goal Seahawks line. are on the goal line. After an insane lucky catch. Like uh, that, the catch that led to that goal line was insane. They've got uh, a guy that they call <clears throat> Beast Mode because he's this. his name is currently escaping me. Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. Okay, so they got Marshawn Lynch. He's this big guy. All he does is pound the ball. He doesn't get tackled. He's been running over the Patriots all game. Right. They're at the one-yard line. What they decide to do, rather than hand it to this guy who can just fucking who, barrel who his way in. Everybody knows would get in. If he if they gave it to him on the one, even though even though the Patriots knew he would get in, everybody knows he would have gotten in. So this is a guaranteed Super Bowl win. Instead, they do this quick slant to, I don't know who... Baldwin, maybe. I don't know who was there. It doesn't matter. They faked the run. To a wide receiver. Oh, was was it play action, really? I thought so. 
I thought it was a quick slam. No, it was a quick slam. Oh, yeah, oh, he just oh. he just fired it. Yeah. Yeah. So take the snap, throw the fucking ball as soon as possible. Uh, Malcolm Butler, right? Yeah. Jumps it, intercepts it, wins the game for the Patriots, and 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 so all the media is like, why wouldn't they just run Marshawn Lynch? So now cut to however many years later. So then, they, well, hold on. They 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 missed the next year, and the and the the Broncos beat the Panthers that next year. Yeah, go Broncos. Uh, yeah, and then the year after that, <laughs> fuck you, Cam Newton. <laughs> uh, they the Patriots go back and beat Atlanta in the biggest comeback ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking crazy. I don't fucking understand. And then the next year, they go back and lose to the Eagles, forty-one to thirty-three. Yes. And Malcolm Butler played. None, or like maybe the first series. Well, hold on. He didn't he play, play a single down. He did play the whole season, and he was he was. Oh yeah, he, he played, played the, the whole, whole season. season. Yes, and but in the Super Bowl, he was benched the he entire was game. Minutes. He, he was benched right when the when they started doing singing the national anthem. He in, was informed that he was benched. He was informed that he was benched, and so he's crying. And, and, like, hugging all of his defender buddies. Like. And, like, to put this into perspective for people who don't follow, like, this was a story watching the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Yes. They were commenting on it during the Super Bowl. They were saying, like, why isn't Malcolm Butler playing? So it's not, like, some weird, like, thing. And let me let me say something for perspective for people that don't know this very well, this story very well. So... When he made that interception, that famous interception against the Seahawks, he was a backup. Yeah, yeah, he was. He the was the backup to the starter, and um, I can talk more about that play later, specifically and why Belichick is responsible for that victory personally. <laughs> okay, but I'll say Malcolm Butler was not a very big player, not a very big star or anything. He made that interception. He became very famous off of that, and then the next two years, he was like a super, he was their number one cornerback, and he was like a superstar on that team. And he's played every game, every, almost every down. I think it was like that year, last year, I think he played something like 97% of all defensive snaps. So when he was benched in the Super Bowl, it was a big deal. Everybody was like, why isn't this guy in the game? He's their best defensive player. Right. And, and also, at this point, it's not, it's not like you're just benching a good player. You're, you're benching a defensive leader. Yes. I mean, he had to be the captain at that point, right? If he's playing 97% of the snaps. I don't know if he was. I don't know. Well, but for people who don't watch football, like you don't play the entire game. Like nobody plays the entire game. It's the best for players, the bear, they, especially defenders, they may not play eighty percent of the game. Well, the, well, maybe eighty, whatever, because they get so tired from trying so hard <laughs> that they get that you know someone will come in and and relieve them and spell them, let them catch yeah, their breath. Yeah, if you're playing ninety-seven percent of the snaps, that's like substantial. That's like, yes, people don't do that. Like Von Miller. Uh, <clears throat> Well, I mean, I mean, he's like our best defender. He plays linebacker for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He he might play that many snaps, but it's a different position too. But I, I, there's no way he plays even close to that much. I'm, every time he's sitting out, I'm like, fuck, man, let's get through this play so he there's can get back in. There's different schemes. I mean, if they're whatever, like we shouldn't yeah, get into yeah. it because it's too technical. <laughs> but like, but yeah, no, it was a big deal, and this guy Eric Rowe played in his place and got lit up like the whole game. Did not do well. So why do you think, Willie, that he threw that game? That Belichick threw that game? And do you think that like the Butler thing was the main the way he did it? 
Because he's still got Tom Brady over I there. I know. Here's okay, so here's my theory. My theory is is that um so here we go. They beat Atlanta in the biggest Super Bowl comeback ever. And and, and so here's the thing. Um when you try to look up Belichick's Belichick's salary. It's, you, there is no number to find. You don't know. How, oh my gosh, the interceptions in this game. Uh, you can't find the number because it's not reported and nobody talks about it. And so he. Well, let me give the theory, and then we'll go into the history of him. The theory, my theory, is is that the reason why he threw this game is because. He is not credited as the mastermind. Sure, it is. It, people talk about him being a mastermind, but throughout his career, he, all the Super Bowls he's won, Tom Brady was quarterback, and Tom Brady, Tom Brady gets all of the credit for the wins. And so with the owner, um, I think that Belichick wanted to He's the owner of operations. There aren't many coaches that are the owner of operations. Where Define they, owner of operations. They make the football decisions. If you're going to draft someone, it's on you. If you're going to trade someone, it's on you. Sure, the owner right. he has, he has the full owner reign can over come the in team, and yeah. say things, but he is in charge of football operations. It is rare for you to be that coach. Shanahan was that. Uh, uh, for but like Shanahan like, is a ex-Broncos coach. <laughs> Um, who won two Super Bowls? A lot of times, sure, you're the coach. You have no say in in who our personnel is, and that's why a lot of people didn't like Al Davis, uh, the old Raiders owner, because he would draft all these players that that the coaches and all the staff would be like, "We don't need this guy." Yeah, what Al Davis would do is just like, "Who's the fastest guy? Let's draft him." Yeah, and so Al Davis was the owner of operations. That's that title. It's like you are responsible for personnel. And so here we have not only is is Belichick this amazing mastermind coach that can, you know, the Patriots are famous for whether they're winning or losing, making adjustments to the team that they're playing. Right, but why would he throw this? So so, um, um, to me, him throwing it is he wanted to make some – owner of operations moves that the owners didn't let him make specifically i think that he wanted to trade tom brady because tom brady was old he's jealous of tom brady uh yeah yeah you could say that because listen they had a winning season when when tom brady was injured with matt castle they had a winning record when tom brady was injured with garoppolo and so so to Tom, to to Belichick, it doesn't matter who is playing, and, and and they've always been famous for this. If you're a big receiver that wants all this money and a piece of shit, whatever, I I don't mean to say a piece of shit, but like, if you don't, if you are demanding stuff from them, they give you the boot. Anybody can play your position. He is such a smart coach that that you are. Everyone is replaceable. And so here we go. Tom Brady is replaceable, and the owner says, "No, no, 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 you can't trade him." And Tom Brady even came out and said a couple of years ago, "Like, I, you know what? I'm gonna play football till I'm 45." And basically, the owner was like, "Yeah, that's gonna happen." So do you think that they wouldn't let him trade Tom Brady 
And so he was like, I'll throw this Super Bowl in spite. Yeah. And yeah, that's the, the end? That's the end of the theory? Or like, what is his game? And, 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 the, and the thing is, my support of that is he has made football moves, owner of operation moves, that are, t- are, are actually bad for the future. So I think he's sabotaging the future currently because either he wants to go somewhere else. I think he, I think he may be vying for the, the Giants uh, head coach job. He was there for 12 years. He loved being with the Giants. He could be the head coach of the Giants. I'm not so like I think that he was so offended by the fact that he couldn't trade Brady. And this is all speculation to where he's like, "Okay, you want the only guy you care about is Tom Brady. We'll trade everybody. I can trade anybody else, but I can't trade Tom Brady." So then, so then the next thing he does. Okay, is he, so wait, cut to because now we have to. So they lose that Super Bowl, uh, right? They they lose it. Yeah, they lose it. Yeah, they in lose a, it in to a shootout. The Eagles, who are good, like I don't know. I mean, they were good. They had a bad. You can't they, say that Malcolm Butler would have necessarily won them that. No, game. no, no, for sure. But you know, on the line also, they had a backup quarterback starting. People they, think he would have, though. Like, that's why people are so fired up, is they look at, they're like... Because the the, um, the Philadelphia receivers and Nick Foles played out of their minds and were destroying the Patriots' yeah. corners. So everybody was saying, why didn't you put your best corner in there? Now, let me ask you, is this the right time for Eric <clears throat> to say the USA Today, like, why Malcolm Butler... Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, I think that's... Yeah, what... Yeah. So Okay, so up until... This USA Today article that no one read except for Falconer, apparently. I think it's USA Today. I don't know. It is. Whatever it, it, was, whatever it, was, it, was, it is. Whatever okay. it is. Nobody knows. People are still speculating about it. If you follow the sports world, Bill Simmons still to this day is trying to get to the bottom of why they benched Malcolm Butler. And he's a huge fucking Homer uh, New England <laughs> fan. Yeah. Uh, so, but you have this insight that I have not yet heard. And I'm very curious about. This is what makes sense to me. Because here's the thing. I believe that conspiracy to an extent. I believe that he did want to trade Brady. I think that Garoppolo was the backup, and he thought he could win with Garoppolo. And he saw a 40-year-old quarterback that was super valuable, one of the, possibly the best quarterback of all time, well, that he could... But, I mean, in like today's market, Tom Brady would go for... Crazy. He could get first round yeah, draft picks from get, other like, teams. He would get he whatever get... Peyton Manning got when he like left the Colts and went to the Broncos. Oh, Peyton Manning. Okay. Peyton Manning was, <laughs> I mean, like Peyton Manning was coming off an injury. He couldn't move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you're he right couldn't about turn that. his oh, yeah. head. He broke his neck. Yeah, yeah he broke, he broke his, his goddamn neck. neck. <laughs> Brady, Brady is Brady. You know, he won the MVP last year at forty. You if know? Brady was traded to any team, they would immediately win five more games. Or would they? Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. That's the big I question. I do think that yeah. Brady is a product of the system. The guy was drafted in, what, the sixth round, something mm-hmm. like yeah, that? Yeah, and the yeah. best example of what to support you is that, like, anybody who's left their system didn't do good anywhere else. Matt yeah, Castle. exactly. Castle didn't do Garoppolo. shit. Garoppolo. Garoppolo, maybe, but he got injured. Yeah, so he got knows? injured, but he also did. He didn't come he out. He started out well. Like, he did well last he, year, he, and then Last year, he won after four the straight, and then he won the fifth, and then he lost the sixth, and then he got injured. Yeah, I believe, because there are articles that came out about the Patriots organization organization and all the discord in there and stuff like that and what came out of that that i believe is that 
that Belichick went to Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, and said, I think I can win with Garoppolo. And this is a position where I'd rather be early on than late. I don't want to, I don't want to spend a whole season watching Brady decline before we get rid of him. Yeah. Like, let's get rid of him now while his value is high. We'll get a couple of great draft picks, and we'll have a great quarterback step in. And Garoppolo, who's ready to go, I can win with this guy. And Bob Kraft, because of his allegiance to Brady, and because he knew the fan uproar that it would mm. cause to get rid of Tom Brady, said no. And, and for the first time in the relationship, put his foot down. You're telling the owner of operations that you can't do something. But let me just say yes, this. Yes, as the owner of the team and Let me just boss, say this. Yeah. You fucking guys are such meatheads that, like, you're not going to not root for the Patriots because they get rid of Brady. No, I never would. People would be pissed. People in New England would yeah, be Yeah, but they really would still mad. spend all their money on, like, all the merchandise and yeah. shit. So that's like I think that like that craft argument, while it might be true, it's misguided. Like I don't think that he would have lost any fan base by trading Brady. But I also think that Bob Kraft and Tom Brady are best buddies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I think Brady, they have a I great so relationship. Too. They're both like and... huge Trump supporters. <laughs> because because the thing is, is that like all, uh, yeah. Belichick and Brady <laughs> have they're not enemies, but they aren't best friends. They are not. It They're is very a very clear-cut yeah. employer-employee relationship between them two. Okay, and that—that's so, what it always fascinated me. Is like Tom Brady is is super rich, like, well, a, it's like an, Elway a global icon. Like Elway with Reeves, Elway was winning sort of despite Reeves. Yeah. And so he got him fired. This is like the opposite scenario where like they're winning together, but they still don't like each other, kind of thing. Well, I think it's. I think Belichick is not a guy that praises anybody. I think he puts football and the team and and himself above everything else mm -hmm. in the organization. I wouldn't say himself, but I mean like the team above everything. Like no one is not expendable. Yeah, I think which I that's think is, way he looks is at a it. really great attitude to have as a coach. I think yeah, that like because it's easy to get lost into well, see, only who's important. I mean like good directors don't tell Will Ferrell to do whatever he wants. Like they have right. a, they have a vision. Yeah. Like, Will Ferrell's just there to, like, be funny. Once you start yeah. letting Will Ferrell improv, your movie starts sucking. Well, let's go. Let's let's change that to John Leguizamo. <laughs> well, no one's letting John Leguizamo do shit. Because <laughs> uh, the movie might be better if uh, Will Ferrell goes crazy. Yeah, anyways. But, so so I believe that at that part, the Belichick was pissed that he wasn't allowed to do yeah. what he wanted to in that yeah. situation. I don't think it makes any sense that he would throw a Super Bowl. As a guy who is like a historian of the game and is so Wait. all about his own legacy in the in the game. Okay, so he now, has a boat called Seven Rings that he gets updated every time he gets a new ring. Uh, fuck, like he who? literally does. Belichick. Yes, Ugh. he has a boat. If so, there if there weren't enough reasons to hate the man, <laughs> here's another. The idea of another Super Bowl ring, he would not throw that away over right, a grudge. Right, I right, don't. Right. I just don't believe it. So okay, so what is the give us the lowdown on this USA Today okay. article? Okay, few few different things. I'll I'll do the USA Today article plus like my own theory about this. <laughs> All right. I'll start with the idea that I don't think Malcolm Butler was ever as great as everybody made him out to mm -hmm. be. He was a backup when he made that interception. He was sprung into the spotlight, and like I said, Belichick caused that interception. It wasn't like a a, a fluke. He didn't make an amazing play. He did, but it wasn't all him. Anyways, no, I agree with you on that. Like, yeah. there's no reason for him to jump that route. Like, they Belichick had practiced definitely, knew. and they knew what play was coming. Yeah, and he played Pete Carroll. Yeah, like that's how. Yeah, the who was the Seattle coach? Mm -hmm. 
But anyways, I think the season after that, when Butler was sprung to start him, I think he was talked up by the Patriots because as like a trading chip. Mm-hmm. I think to increase his value, and he was good, but I don't think he was like the shutdown corner. What's that? He's not Chris Harris, the best <laughs> cornerback in the league. Denver Browns. But he was never like a shutdown corner that he was made out to be. Right. I don't think. Yeah. And you look at him now; he plays with the Titans, and he's like very mediocre. Yeah. He went to the Titans, very mediocre. So I think he was. I think he was talked up within as by the Patriots organization, in the hopes of trading him before he, before he left the team. And that never happened. So, so the Super Bowl comes around. They wanted to kind of like Richard Sherman him and like put him, yes. make him like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they do that with, with players. Like I think they'll, they'll make someone a superstar and then trade him who will, you know, Matt Castle is case in point. Fucking, you know, Gronkowski, man. I mean, to an extent, yeah. Aaron Hernandez. They w- but anyways, they'll support a murderer. So, okay. <laughs> Fucking Patriots. So the, <laughs> so the USA Today article. It goes back to when Belichick was with the Giants. And it was the when the Giants beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. I don't know what what one this was, but uh when Belichick, the Giants beat who? The, the Bills. Bills. It was the one before. It was Jim we Kelly, lost to them. Thurman Thomas, yeah. that was those Bills. Like the, the really like huge Phil offense. Sims, right? Yeah, I think so. And he was the defensive coordinator for the Giants under Parcells. And 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 wait, just to throw this into perspective. The, the the first time they won the Super Bowl versus the Giants, the 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 front page picture was the defenders holding Bill Belichick on their shoulders. The Giants not, when the Giants beat the Bills. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Not uh, not the Giants head coach. Right. Even though he was yeah, he was just a coordinator. Yeah, but he we did that we did that with Wade though. Right? But but it but it wasn't the front page photo the front page you know like picture, right. picture the bears right. the bears offensive coordinator versus a defensive coordinator debacle that you know i'm just saying like the front page headline of them winning was them holding belichick up which is amazing yeah it's it, incredible it should have been anything else other than that photo. <laughs> <laughs> mvp true. coach star of the team whatever <clears throat> anyways i'm just is yeah. amazing but so, so anyways, and this is corroborated by the players that played for him, his defenders, and actually an interview that I watched with Belichick where he was asked about this. His strategy going into that game is he sat his defenders down and he said, listen, we're going to let Thurman Thomas run for 100 yards. And everybody on his team was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? We're not going to let – we have the best deep run defense. We're not going to let Thurman Thomas beat us. And his thinking and what he, what, where he went with this is he said – Thurman Thomas is a great running back. He's going to run on us to an extent. But the far bigger threat on that team is Jim Kelly and his receivers, like matched up against our defenders. Mm -hmm. If they throw on us, we're fucked. We're not going to win this game if this becomes a a shootout. We're going to be soft on Thurman Thomas so that they keep running him and keep running him. And then when we need to stop him, we know we can because our defense is that's where our strength is. And that's what they did the whole game. They were soft up the middle. Thurman Thomas ran on them, ran on them, ran on them. They st- they'd stop them at the goal line or when, whenever they needed to. Third yeah. down here or there, they'd stop them, stop them, stop yeah, them. Yeah. And the Bills didn't – I mean, they didn't throw as much. Because and running was working. Because the running was working. To them, they were like, oh, we can run on these guys. Let's just keep pounding it, keep pounding it. And he, so he baited that team into doing exactly what he wanted them to do, and it ended up in victory. Mm-hmm. I think he did the same thing. 
and this is the art this is what the article is about he did the same thing with the eagles but the reverse is he knew that the the the, the weakness of the patriots was our run defense last year we were not we, we got run on a lot and philly had blunt and who was it was a jai they had a jai yeah and sproles was Sproles is gone at this point. I okay, think. but anyways, their their running game was their strength mm-hmm. because Nick Foles was their quarterback, who is a backup. Yeah. So, by benching Butler, they're supposed their best receiver or their best cornerback. I'm sorry, they were baiting the Phillies to throw the ball, to abandon their run game, and go after these corners that were very beatable, like Eric Rowe, which they did. What he didn't expect was for Nick Pol- Nick Foles to play out of his fucking mind, right? Because it was an ama- he had amazing. He stats game. was he- perfect. For context, the the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback is a guy called Carson Wentz. He's in his second year last year. Yeah, it was his second year. Uh, or was it his first? No, it was it definitely his second. second. Okay, um, at least. Um, <clears throat> so he went down. He was injured for the year with like a knee, I think. And so Nick Foles, this sort of like journeyman, right? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's been around yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So he came in and he was sort of lights out throughout the playoffs. Because cause Wentz got injured before the playoffs. Yeah. But like mid season. It was yeah. like the last. I mean, it was near the end. It was, was near, it near the, the end. end? Okay. But, the, but, the, but the point is they're <clears> facing <throat> a backup quarterback. So Belichick thought like, oh, we'll just like. What he was trying to engineer was a shootout essentially between Tom Brady and Nick Foles. Right. In which the Patriots would clearly have the upper hand in a shootout of that caliber. And I think it just, all the credit went to Nick Foles in that game where he just played lights out, hit every target, was making insane throws. And it's not like, it's not like those, the Patriots defenders were defending poorly. Like Eric Rowe got burnt a lot, but it was because of the throws that Nick Foles was making. So it was two things. It was one thing was Malcolm Butler is very weak on the run. He's a little guy, mm-hmm. and they there he was worried about the run. And Eric Rowe's a much bigger guy and better at defending the run. But also he wanted to set up a game. He wanted to manipulate Philly into thinking they could throw on the Patriots to 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 mitigate their run game. My my okay. So here's my defense. And it just to backfired. That. My defense to that is um, if that's your plan, it would work better. If you told your defense, I think instead of because they were freaking out. Here's here's this guy's crying on the sideline and he's like, "What the fuck, man?" And everyone yeah, else maybe. is like, "Yeah, dude, what the fuck is going on?" Mm, I don't know because like if, if 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 you tell <clears throat> if you tell the existing secondary, which is for our listeners, the people who defend the pass, if you tell them like I want them to succeed on the pass, then they're not going to try, right? And then like. That's like a it's like a head game. If you want them to be soft, they'll be soft. Like how do you? Yeah, you. I agree with that. I agree with that. The 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 most compelling thing that I've seen from the Super Bowl is um, there's there's video footage out there of Tom Brady in the fourth quarter when they're starting to come back. Uh, you know, as usual, this is a team that does come back. They do make adjustments. Right. Uh, there's footage of Tom Brady walking around trying to pump people up. Come on, and then and then he catches eye contact with um, um, Belichick, and then he just gets quiet and turns around and walks away. Wait, hold on, I'm gonna because st- I've seen this. I yeah, know what oh, you're talking great, about. Great, great, great. I've seen the video, and I think I know the video that you're talking about that sort of lays out the theory that he threw the game. Yeah, and all that stuff. 
this is my biggest problem with conspiracy videos because I love conspiracy videos, but they base really important pieces on things that aren't proven. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing with that is, yes, Tom Brady's pumping up his offense, and then all of a sudden he stops and sort of sheepishly walks to the other side, and the guy in the video says, "That's because Bill Belichick was right there and they made eye contact." But Bill Belichick is not in the video. We're taking that guy's word for it that on the other side of that screen and is Bill it's like Belichick. Off frame or and I, yeah, I, I there's agree no proof of with that. you on that. There is, there is no proof. But what would make him, if you watch it, what would make him quiet down and do the same thing? Because he, there is a reaction that happens, and 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 when you're trying to pump someone up, when you're trying to pump up your fucking team to win a game that you know you can win, what makes you maybe you're shut just up? Done. What makes you shut up? Or maybe they were carting a heater or something across. And what? He was but in, he was maybe in the you way said everything you had to say. I don't know. But no, no, no. I mean, he gets he gets he gets visibly interrupted. Maybe gets he said quiet. the n word. And then he was like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Shit. Fuck, I was trying to pump these guys Which word is that, Wade? I don't know the answer. I don't know, but Never Tim, Al- Tim Allen doesn't understand why he can't say it. Uh, um, oh, wait, well, let me ask you this. Because this is, this is, this is, you will have no answer for this. Okay. He's playing chess, right? He's going like, we'll give them the pass so that they can't run because we're weak on the run. Mm-hmm. And then the pass keeps working out, keeps working yes. out, keeps working out. It's halftime. Why don't you put in Malcolm Butler at that point? Yeah, why don't you adjust? I've thought the same thing. My my theory on that is, in his mind, he's going, at some point, Nick, Schultz, Nick Foles is going to become Nick Foles. He's not going to play like this in the fourth quarter when the game is on the line. Brady, by the way, in that game, threw for over 500 yards. Brady also played lights. I out. think he was the only Super Bowl quarterback to throw for 500 yards and lose the game. Yeah, yeah. So I think Belichick was like, "Look, at some point, the real Nick Foles is going to be out on that field, and we're going to we're going to intercept him, run it back, or there's going to be some game shift." But also, if I start putting Butler out there, they're going to abandon Nick Foles and they're going to go to the run, which I know we're going to get beat on. The w- that's but, the only thing. I, that's the only reason I can think. But of. but but. Like we have to go back to this. What do you so watching that and you say, oh, it's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, you don't see him in the video. You've seen the video. So what do you yeah. think made him stop? Because he stops. He doesn't like. He doesn't. I think like, there was someone walking the other way. I think it could be as simple. I don't know what was there. I think it could be as simple as there was someone because he's walking down the line of players, and then he stops. But he he like. Goes around another player and walks the other way. You know but what it, it could but be, he also though? Stops it could be, his cheering. It could be like yeah, Mc, Mc, McDouchebag coming up and going like, "Hey, we got to talk <laughs> about this next series." It could what's, just be like, "It's, what's, it's just what's, what's, to, to assume it's Belichick there and that he's acting sheepishly is weird because there's just no. If there was another camera angle that showed that Belichick was actually there or a photo or something, that would help me. But there's no proof in the video. But 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 so 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 the alternative is oh he just. He just got no, tired I'm of telling you the alternative. Maybe they punted and he's like, oh, fuck, I got to get my helmet. Or mm-hmm. like the offensive coordinator, Mick Douchebag. What's his name? Mick Daniels. No, no, no. But I'm saying, though, you're speculating. But we've both seen this video and he does stop and sheepishly turn away. And I'm and, and so what I, all I'm saying is what else could it have been? <clears throat> I'm the, telling the, you what else. There was no been. punt. There was no. Uh, he there does. Was no, but also I'll say like wait, Brady, Brady why, is an why awkward am I not guy to speculate. And you guys are. I'm speculating. I'm speculating on my ass. All right. 
Well, because okay. well, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Forget about me trying to address you. I'm trying to say here we have a Patriots fan who doesn't agree with this conspiracy theory. I'm saying what replaces that in your mind for 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 him to stop. Whenever I've been well, trying just, to right, cheer so someone up, I've away. never, I've never, I've never. I used to play football and I've tried to cheer people up, and I've never changed my attitude in the middle of the pumping up. But that's not, that's what I'm saying. But it's also like if you watch the video eight at some point, like it's not like he's I'll never watch it. It's not like he's giving a speech to his team and he all of a sudden stops and walks away and or anything. He's he's adjusting his his equipment. He's walking down the line of like receivers or something, and he's just sort of like like come on guys, let's go, let's go. And in the middle of that, he just sort of stops and walks away. Like it's not it wasn't a big moment. It was like he's just sort of walking down the row of players on the bench and like pumping them up, it, and then he walks it, away. It is a big moment. Because that's what I used to do, is walk the sidelines and pump people up. Yeah, but didn't you stop at some point? Not. You're not still doing that. Nothing, nothing. It'd be great if you were. <laughs> if you just came in here still pumping us I up. I could use that, yeah. I could use that every now and then. <laughs> you and me we're gonna We're going to have to watch the video. No, we you got to you got to have wait, a perspective. Wait, it can't on all it. hinge on this video. There's got to be more to Guys, it. Guys, we should this. do a YouTube video about the video. We should all watch it. Do a reaction Let's video. Let's do a reaction video. We'll do a reaction video of watching the Maybe video. Maybe we can get like 100 hits. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I think that there are too many other possibilities to say for sure that that's what it was. And even if it was that, I can say like uh, but that I'll, doesn't prove that he threw the game I, to Spike Brady or anything. But, but but my my thing is the only thing that matters in football in my mind is is the leaders pumping up everybody. And and so I used to I used to that I used to fucking I used to do that. And, and and you don't stop until everyone responds to you where it's like, Hey, we're gonna fucking yeah, get we gotta okay, fucking get but like here's the thing, you're not talking to millionaires. Like millionaires don't give a fuck. They're just like, We're getting paid, man, like whatever. Yeah, we're pumped now. I'm, also, like the my defense is Is this your uh, like you can't be hung up on I'm, this I'm not, because not, we can't we can't devote so it, much time. Okay, to okay, this. I, I agree with you. But if you watch the at, the after interview of Tom Brady, this isn't a millionaire going like oh, fucking. Well, no, I, I mean the people he's one. talking to, not him. Like you can't you can't get spoiled children. The to offensive do a lot line of shit. isn't. Oh, there aren't millionaires. He he was trying to pump up the offensive. The line. offensive line are millionaires. No, they're not. What do you think they make? A starting offensive lineman, they're millionaires. No, no, no. League league minimum. What are you talking about? League minimum does not apply to a starting offensive lineman. No, no, no. I'm just saying, to put into perspective, the league minimum is, what, 250,000? No, it's like 500,000. I think it's 500,000. I don't know know if that's football or baseball. No, no, no. That's baseball. That's bench guys and practice player guys. That's not your fucking starting offensive lineman. The left fucking tackle makes almost as much as the... As the fucking uh, star, well, for, I don't know, cornerback. That's an important position. They don't fucking, they don't fucking not pay those guys. Well, they pay those motherfuckers. Let's take a quick break. Um, and if you're a millionaire and you have you ever been pumped up before, like, well, wait, but no, <laughs> hang on, no, you can't do that right before break. I'm saying it's hard to motivate people who. Like, have bad attitudes and are getting paid a lot to do what they do. 
Like, if you've got a shitty guy who's very talented, it's hard to motivate that guy. Because they're quitters. Because they've been winners their whole lives, right? So once they're starting to lose, it's hard to get them back. I, just, I think, I agree that it was an awkward video. It's an awkward video, but I don't think it explains away like that huge conspiracy that and who knows maybe it was Belichick and maybe there's a million reasons Brady would shy away from Belichick but it doesn't mean Belichick's throwing the game to piss him off you know all right that's such a leap let's take a quick break and then when we come back we'll be talking about um are we getting other things well there's a bunch of other things okay yeah yeah. all the other things and I want to talk about the Seattle game the Malcolm Butler catch and all that well, okay, you had your chance. Yeah, man. I should have. I should have. <laughs> There's I'm... another video we should watch about <laughs> Belichick's handling of that play. We'll, we'll watch that and we'll do a reaction video okay. of that too. <laughs> we don't have to do it now. All right, we'll be right back. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know we've got t-shirts available. Um, there's a couple t-shirts made by artists that that we like that are real life sci-fi sort of centric, but not necessarily advertising our show. <laughs> uh, so if you wanna if you wanna get some of that sweet sweet merch, listen, it's very easy. Go to t t t e e like t-shirt tpublic.com slash real life sci-fi no dash you'll find our our shirts available we've got one by mc griffin which is like all the different aliens that we've talked about on the show and then uh uh jackie jack Cusamano has a design of like all the paranormal things coming out of my fanny pack with wade behind me we've got some great designs and we've got more coming rob schraub's designing one maybe uh, Kelly Fontecchio is working on one. I haven't talked to them in months, but they they started. I, I thought that deadline was <laughs> y- like a year ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And then what about we've got pins too? Can we sell those or not? Yeah, yeah. We we have pins available. If you want a real life sci fi pin, it's basically just the logo of our of our of our show. You can Venmo made by Star or- Star. Uh, she drew, oh, Star, she drew. Star, Star Hodge, Starlene Hodge. She designed she drew, it. She drew the, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, listen, they're, they're $10 a pin plus $5 shipping. So Oof. I know that's kind of rough, but the pin price is but pretty you paid high. for all of them. Yeah, I bought a bunch and I'm just sitting on them and that's fine. I so it's care. almost like a donation to Willie. I get nothing out of this. <laughs> but but any Wait, money so I get how do they, will, how do they get will those? perpetuate more. Uh, roboticwillyroberts at gmail on Venmo and PayPal. Send me a message, send me your email or your address, and I'll I'll send you one. Yeah, I think on Venmo, just write your address down in the comment section, and yeah. he'll know what to do. Uh, they're, listen, they're great pens. I would suggest getting different backings. I would get the metal backing. We got rubber backing. Oh, you're underselling it already. I am. I am underselling it because I'm not happy with it. All right, back to the show. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the SSRLSF. We're here with our good friend Eric Falconer. Eric, you're yeah. yeah I'm condolences about the Mick. Thank you're you. You're an executive producer on the Mick, right? I mean, you're a writer. I was oh a, yeah, I was, yeah. I was a consulting producer. Consulting yeah. producer. Wow. I don't know what the difference is. That happened so fast. Yeah. And then it, got, it was doing well. It was doing great, and then it Fox was, went another it's way. It's a fucking pain in the ass, and fuck Fox. Dude. I think every one of our listeners can say fuck Fox because they're going single camera now. Multicam. They're going, yeah, they're doing oh, a bunch sorry. of multicam they're, shows. They're yeah. abandoning single camera. They're going Seems that camera. way, yeah. 
so whatever. <clears throat> Sarah Silverman, um, Blue Mountain State. I'm just trying to give people some yeah. weird whatever. Do yeah, you have a, I worked on those. I worked well, on How I Met Your Mother for a year. Oh. And, uh, and I knew the whole time how they met the mother. <laughs> and I couldn't tell wait, anybody. For real? Did you really? Yep, I did. They told Yeah, they, so wait, they did told you right away. I'm t- this is so fucking dumb. But did they know from the beginning how he met? Yes. It? Really? And they filmed portions of the finale the f- that first year with the kids so the kids wouldn't be older. Right. For the finale. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to do a bit where it was like How I Met Your Mother <clears throat> season 20 and they're just skeletons sitting on the couch. <laughs> And he's still dark. He's still he's going. still talking. Yeah. He's outlived his children. Yeah, I've definitely like I've definitely like complained about the show in that same vein where it's like, nah, nah that's not how we met though. <laughs> that show was very cutesy, but I yeah. enjoyed it. But it was you know not really any of our cup cups of tea. Yeah, they just you yeah. know what it's one of those it's one of those uh, 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 shows that executed well had good story writing that like wasn't supposed to be good you know what i mean right. like 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 uh, well it was supposed to be friends wasn't it wasn't it just friends with this conceit of like oh fuck we have to do this how i met your mother thing i think I don't it was, know. I maybe think it was to maybe friends. to an extent but i don't think it was specifically modeled after that no all right well <laughs> i guess i, I have know, to acquiesce that i know i mean you've never heard that before <laughs> I know that that's one of those things where it's like, oh, you, you made that up in your head, but it works. But it's probably yeah. right. It could, no, maybe. What was Barney's catchphrase that he said? Uh, wait for it. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. That's the one I'm thinking Leg- of. Ugh. Legendary. Yuck. Yuck. Did you meet him? Hmm. Is he talk some shit about Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. I can't. I can't talk shit about Neil Patrick Harris. He was uh, honestly the most professional actor. I've probably ever met. Can life. we really quickly... showed up prepared like like nobody's business? Well, okay. Every even that I seems... was on the eighth season too. Right when he should have been phoning it in and he was yeah, not phoning yeah. it in. Oh, I love that. I love he that. showed up prepared for Can every really single qu- thing. Quickly talk about what a disservice um, that show did for the main character. What was the main character's name? Ted. Ted. What's his? What's Ted his... Mosby. Josh Radner. Josh Radner. Uh, that guy got fucked. He's not in anything. Well, now I could talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Is he no. a piece of shit? No, no, no. No, he's a piece of shit. He's you heard great, it here first. He's a great hey, TMZ Radio. I had a wonderful experience on that show. <laughs> um, Who's the worst celebrity you've ever met? Worst as a person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh that's a really hard question. I know, it's I know. You gotta think about it for Can a second. Can it be like, a hard uh, question? I don't know that anybody's ever been like a dick. Really? Yeah, not that I can. So you've only had like out. pretty positive experiences. Like you've never had like a really shitty experience. Not even someone you've worked with, but just like seeing them around or something like. I that. I tried to say hello to Lou Reed once on the streets of New York, and he ignored me. Well, I don't know if that counts. That it doesn't does count. count. It no, doesn't. No, count. That doesn't count. No, that doesn't you're count. a fan. You're a fan. You got. He was be... walking past me, and I just per- said, "Hey, Lou Reed. Hey, I was with my buddy Ben, and he was. He was just like, that's Lou Reed. Professionally working, Mr. Reed. So nice to see you. It's a different story than than fan base. That's it's not like, being a dick. Why, he's just. This is the hardest yeah, he's thing. He's just used to that, and he yeah. doesn't want to deal about with it. everything that we do with comedy and 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 TV and movie business and whatnot. It's like you don't want to meet someone as a fan of theirs. You want to meet someone on the level. And then reveal that you're a fan of theirs. Right. That's the secret. If you're like, ah, I fucking love you, I fucking 
love you. I fucking love you. It's like, yeah, fucking, I met everyone that loved me. Right. And nothing good has come from it. Right. I mean, basically never say hello to any celebrity. It can't do anything for you. God, I wish it's, I had a good story. I, I, I I'm, I'm like dying to think of one. I can't. Well, like I've heard, okay, like on our show, we, I work on the talk. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like fucking gossip. People only coming to promote things, and so when you hear someone is uh, is like an asshole to, to the underlings, it's like man, the, the underlings are here for you, you know. So like Mark Wahlberg was a piece of shit to to people on our oh, show really? and i'm like sure i don't give a fuck if i get fired for revealing that because because <laughs> what you're a fucking dick <clears throat> to like people that make so little that they probably don't make their rent i don't know <laughs> right. i'm like it bothers the fuck out of me yeah all yeah. right let's get back on topic yeah. but first welcome back aboard the ssrlsf uh, if you have a planet you'd like us to explore, just email us, waitandwheelie at gmail.com, or you can tweet the Twitter, which is real life sci fi one, and that's not spelled out, that's just the number uh, on Twitter. And also, I don't know if regular listeners listen to our real life no sci fi where we just bullshit. It's probably a waste of time, but if you have uh, any questions, advice, we'll do like a Dear Abby thing. Just go ahead and email us or tweet tweet at us. Also, the the real question is, if you want your name read in an episode, we could read it. It can be a question that you ask us. Give us a it reason be- <laughs> to read your name. Give us a reason to call out your Twitter handle. Yeah. All um, right, so we're talking about Bill Belichick throwing the Super Bowl. Um, we, just, we just finished with uh, the weird video of Tom Brady. So let me get into the the overall arc I think of his of 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 why I believe this is real because I but I do believe I do believe that he threw the game because because I believe that they could have beaten the Eagles mm-hmm. because I think the the fucking Falcons were way better I mean, I mean were way better of a team than the Eagles yeah. The Falcons should have fucking kicked the. Sh- they did kick the shit out of them in the first half. Right. And th- you don't make a second half adjustment to beat a team that fucking beat the shit out of you. The- Listen, the reason why I respect Belichick is because I'm a gambler, and I've and I've learned that you should always bet on the Patriots. Well, that motherfucker mm-hmm. knows the spread, right? Belichick knows he the spread. He knows the spread. I've bet on you games. So? I've bet yeah, on games dude. where where, where they were winning. They're winning. And you can accept the win. And they go for it on fourth down. And I'm like, sure, he is a guy. Listen, when you play Madden football and you think that you're the king coach and you go for it on fourth down all the fucking time, yeah, sure. When you're head coach... You're so far removed from winning that hard that any win is a win. I'm just saying that, like, I've watched him in games where they were winning that I was betting on them, and they threw it on fourth down to cover the spread. You think to beat the spread? Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, dude, you fucking know the spread because... (laughs) Do you not bet ever? Uh, Not really, no. 
Yeah, this is like I a don't. thing, man. Like I, I have definitely experienced this where it's just like, why is he doing what he's doing right now? And then you'll look at the line and be like, yeah, oh, you, he fucking knows what. And the it's line weird is. because it's like, oh, wow. it's like you're not trying to win because you've already won. You're trying to cover the spread. And this is this crazy thing. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to say that he's connected to to mafia gambling because that is huge. They've there are players throughout but you sports did history. Just say that. No, no. Here's what I think. I think <laughs> I think he 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 reads the paper and he goes like, "What? We're only favored by six? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm gonna win by at least that. Well, the spread was ten today, right? Or ten and a half tonight's game." What was this? What was the no, final score? Been, it couldn't have been. I think it was a big. Yeah, spread. yeah, it was huge. Ten, yeah. really? I think it was ten. But 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 uh, uh, but yeah, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, no, no, no. He's not connected to mafia. He's just he's just that good and well, that he's smart. He's a narcissist. Yeah, yeah. And narcissist mixed with being capable of of completing manipulating your narcissist. that yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Um. He is one of the best coaches of all time. And this is, this is, you can make that statement, but you can prove this statement. He is one mm-hmm. of the best. It was 11. Yeah. It was 11, 11 point spread. What was the final? 24 to 38. So, yeah, they beat it. Um, so, so here we go. The, okay, here's the, here are the crazy things that I was reading about since his career. He started in 2000, right? So his his first fucking so his, the first year they did terrible. His cor- with Bledsoe, right? Yeah, but his fucking quarterback was Bledsoe, and I love Bledsoe because yeah, I I had a great fantasy year with Bledsoe one year. Yeah, back when you used to have to pencil it in and look up the stats <laughs> in the newspaper. Um, so his second year as a head coach, they fucking beat the greatest show on turf in the Super Bowl. 2001, they beat the Rams. And on their way to beat the Rams, the fucking tuck rule happened. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They fucking were playing the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Listen. The big snowy game. The Raiders beat the Patriots in that game. I don't care if you're a fan or what you are. Think about the rules or what you think the referees, whatever. That tuck, that tuck rule in that game was bullshit, and that was a fumble. Just so you know, everybody in this room picked the Patriots, and we all put 16 on it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So we're all tied in our, in our pick-up. Dude, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. <clears throat> Fuck all the fantasy. This it's is fun. my favorite thing This is in the a world. really fun thing. We're yeah. in this Did office. you guys know that I'm spooky mystery guy? No, I didn't. no, I didn't. How would we it know has that? Been revealed. <laughs> I am spooky mystery guy. Week four. <laughs> There's this thing where we we pick every game. Ah, fuck it. We don't yeah, need yeah, to tell yeah. about that. Uh, okay, so so uh, uh, so whatever. Second second season, they fucking win the Super Bowl. Great, dude. Fucking great. And and second season, this is the season that uh, sure forget the tuck rule. Fucking Bledsoe goes down this season. He's a fucking hero. And here you get this sixth round pick out of Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Whoa, hang on, though. No. The tuck rule was Brady doing it. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that season. It was that season. That what? season, Brady took over for fucking Bledsoe. No way. Yeah. Are you I will serious? Say, that was the most fun season I've ever had in my life watching football. So that's Wait, why I was in Boston at the, at the time. But that's crazy, like, though. That's crazy, though, because it skews my perspective on the whole <clears throat> thing. Because I thought that Brady was getting that call because he's Brady. But at that point, he wasn't Brady. Yeah. No, he was a nobody. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to fuck the Raiders, I'm good with yeah me too me too we <laughs> both i mean like you had the the best thing ever said to me in my life was something you said where you said you wanted to purchase the raiders and and then also buy a town if you ever had enough money you'd buy a town and and, and name the town gay ass and then purchase the raiders and move the raiders there <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i think when i told you that this I, was long before uh this is before homophobia that's a real spite that's <laughs> well, a real it wasn't spite. before homophobia it was before uh i listen i, I know no I'm, to, I'm sorry to, to reveal no this to right now this way this, i'm but. sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but, but i'll say but, the tuck rule thing <laughs> but the tuck yeah, rule yeah. thing is like it's, it's a theme you'll see with the patriots over and over again where technically you look at that as a as a human being. You go, yes, that was a fumble. Wait, hang on. I want to just put a pin in that. Okay. Because the tuck rule is a thing where, like, so if you're if you're throw if you're a quarterback and you're throwing the ball, and you decide not to throw the ball and you want to keep the ball, like a pump fake kind of thing, but then you fuck up and fumble it. It's the tuck rule. It's an incomplete. If you're tucking pass. it in, like you're gonna run. It's an incomplete pass, right? Yes. So it's not a fumble. <laughs> but by by almost everybody's like else every everybody else would say, "Oh, that's a fumble because you are tucking it and then you fumble it." But they rule it a forward pass. So that's what we're talking about. So I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, with- so it, I was going to say it's a, it's a theme you'll see throughout. So yes, you look at it that's clearly a fumble. According to the rule book, it's not. Like the referees got the made the correct call based on the rules at the time, and the next year the rule was changed because yeah. it's a ridiculous fucking rule. Yeah, right. But technically, and, the and, referees and, and did I, the I will, right thing. I will in that say game. this: what ruined a lot of NFL refereeing is being able to to watch replays because when you watch things in slow motion, then you add intent on the action when in when you watch it in fast motion just over and over and over you're like oh no no he was trying to he was trying to not throw it he was trying to not throw it and so slow motion made you go like oh maybe he's trying to not throw it Mm -hmm. and 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 i mean if you want to talk about fucking yeah 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 no yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry we yeah we we didn't even go on this challenge so like i was just fascinated by the fact that this was fucking he takes over for Bledsoe, I can't believe that Tuck was rule the happens, first and they That's win the crazy. Super Bowl. What yeah. year was that? Two thousand one, and they beat the greatest show That's on turf. So, so That's what Louis. a fucking start! Yeah, no, in the was, Super Bowl they beat Kurt Warner and fucking Marshall Torrey Falk. Holt. Yeah, right? Marshall Falk. Yeah, yeah, the greatest show on turf. Yeah, dude, but that was. That was, like I was saying, I was in Boston at that time. It was the most fun I've ever had watching football season. Because Bledsoe went down. Everybody was like, okay, we have to go to backup QB. The season's over. And they just kept winning every week. But they would win by, like, so one point let every me ask fucking you week. And you just they just didn't stop. When did Boston go like, oh, fucking Tom Brady? He's the guy. 
Was it just because they won the Super Bowl? And they they won like, three in four years. No, no, no but so what was no, weird but about like, yeah. what was weird about that is is so they win that year. No, wait, hang on. I want to ask this. So they win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Yeah, Bledsoe's still on the roster. You start the next season. He's they, gone. They don't. They don't they, sign. They him. they yeah. got rid of him. Yeah. After. So was just the Super Bowl. You guys going like, oh, Tom Brady's our Jesus. There was a guy. There was a moment when. Bledsoe got healthy. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, the AFC yeah. Championship game against the Steelers. They put Bledsoe was healthy second. for that game. Oh, he could have. And there was a big controversy: Is Brady going to play or is Bledsoe going to play? Brady went down in that game, and Bledsoe came in the second half and fucking killed it. Yeah, he was so fired up. He was fi- he was throwing the ball like ninety miles an hour. He was. He was what so pumped they, up. What Brady? You know. You know, fucking the yo, know, yeah. Brady's the backup. He was so good. There's like, right. oh yeah, Brady's the backup. And he he won that game for them. And then there was a controversy. Well, Brady's healthy enough to play in the Super Bowl. Who are they going to start? And Belichick went with Brady. And then he won. And I I specifically remember an interview with one of the Boston sportscasters where they interviewed Bledsoe after the game and literally ended the interview with saying like, well, goodbye. It's you're the greatest quarterback that's ever played for this franchise. It was a pleasure watching yeah. you. Really? I know you're not going to be on this team next year. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird it was like, because, and then because he went and like flailed. Yeah, like he didn't do shit up. He went that. to Dallas and Buffalo. Yeah, and he oh, sort of. Yeah, that's right. But 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 it was weird because he did good enough to win his job back, and he didn't get it. Right. Yeah, I mean that was it was. I remember going crazy during that game and just being like, "Our backup is Drew Bledsoe." Like that's he's our backup quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks alive right now. So you bought it immediately. You were like the Brady I'm, stuff. No, yeah, I'm into Tom Brady. I mean, it was he was just so fun to watch. That team was so fun to watch because they didn't have a single superstar. Like, uh, they they had they were like, the Spurs nobody. of football. Yeah, yeah. They the won fucking, them. They won the by boringest <laughs> team. They ran the ball like crazy and they threw slants. That's what they did really well. And they and, and they, they had a great defense. Up. They they like mixed it up with the running backs too. Teddy and they Bruschi threw, and they threw McGinnis. They threw to the running backs and they had multiple running backs. Teddy Bruschi's yes. got to be a coach at this point, right? No, no he's like he was an announcer. Yeah. yeah. That guy, that guy does. He should not be. But he's beautiful. On TV, man. But he's beautiful. He's not beautiful. He's got a good square face. He looks like a fucking. (laughs) He's a handsome enough guy. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always go like, well, maybe girls like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, what's the next? So uh, uh, so okay, two thousand. They miss a year, and then the the next year later, they beat the Panthers versus Jake Delhomme. Oh, we're going back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. And then the next year, they go, and they beat the fucking Eagles. Donovan, that tell home Donovan game, McNabb. though, that was... No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a Titans game. Then they beat Donovan McNabb in the next year. So here we Perennial go. Perennial loser. The Patriots come out. They went He threw three. up on the field in that game. <laughs> I remember him That was the Andy Reid Eagles, right? Was it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say, yeah. It had to be. So they they win three out of four years with with Tom Brady. With Tom Brady coming in and then winning three out of four years. Fucking great start. Great so wait, they lost one in there. It wasn't three straight. No, 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 no. That they just didn't go to one. They didn't lose it. They didn't, didn't right, go to it. Right. Or did they not make the playoffs that year, two thousand two? They had a bad year that year. Brady's Brady's second year was not good. But I can't. I don't know if they made the playoffs. And I don't remember. Lost early. I don't I don't, I, what, what was Boston like if they didn't make the playoffs and they were like, "We have Bledsoe." Well, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> He's no Larry Bird. How do you say Bledsoe in a Boston accent? Bledsoe. 
just the normal. Same. Yeah, blood sound. Doesn't sound like Drew. a sandwich. So How I don't, do you say I don't blood believe you. Brady. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Come not. On. But you don't even have it though. I can do it. I think if you I, give me a word, that blood sound. Brady. No, no, hold on, hold on. It's like Brady. What's Brady? I can't even talk right now, but I feel like every you're only a successful quarterback if you sound like a sandwich in Boston. <laughs> yeah, I think the bread so give me the Brady. <laughs> what the Brady's five dollars? Fuck you. I ain't eat no Garoppolo. I gotta go sleep with my sister. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most Boston sports. <laughs> Bobby Orr. Bobby, Bobby Orr. Orr. <laughs> Bobby Orr. Hey, Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. He's on the Derek Mount Sanderson. Rushmore. He's on the Mount Rushmore <laughs> of so, Boston sports. So Bobby here, Orr. Here we go, 2007. I'm just, I don't know. This isn't even part of the conspiracy. I'm just this like, is the two, painful one, yeah. 2007 was, was a great year because, okay, like, well, I mean, I mean, listen, you hated the Patriots the year they went undefeated, right? They never did. Well, the season Never they went. went undefeated. Never went. Never <laughs> went undefeated. All right, all right. But I will say, the 2007 year, wasn't that Spygate had happened the year before, right? Yeah, It was 2006. Yeah. All right, well, so it was, Spygate. It was, yeah, yeah. So talking about conspiracies, I think that 2007 team was motivated so much by Spygate. So Spygate happened 2006, where it was revealed that... Uh, uh, they were they, so what they would do is like they would set up cameras and watch the other team's practices. They were taping other teams' practices, and they were also filming from the sideline, filming other coaches across the field to try and steal signals. their defensive signals. Yes, and so here's here's the thing: when this happened, when this came out, it was a shock to the NFL. But uh, the only person in the NFL that went to went to bat for Bill Belichick was Shanahan of the Denver Broncos. Oh, really? He went to bat for him and was like, I don't know what he said, but basically, basically at this point, fucking everybody cheated any way they could. The right. pe- people were pumping uh, uh, defensive, or they were punching, pumping, cheering crowd in through the microphones, you know. They were, it, like if you picture the times and you picture like, Old school hazing. Remember when the when the Saints got in trouble for targeting? They were trying to yeah, hurt a quarterback on to purpose. Hurt yeah. That was, was after Spygate. Yeah, it, it it was. But I'm saying it was all around the same time where it was like, listen, back then it wasn't like it wasn't like like hey, we're gonna fucking let's kill this guy. It's like hey, if we're playing football and we're on defense and we injure this guy, it helps us win. Mm-hmm. And and listen, it's not to injure him for his career. It's to injure him for the game. Yeah, but listen, dude. Like, when fucking Johnny's son got his fucking knee hit out by... Um, Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Well, no. The previous guy. No. The previous karate kid I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay. The previous guy... <laughs> He fucking hit him at the oh Bobby at the knee. You mean when Bobby, Bobby. fucking Bobby Bobby Bobby, Bobby sweep the leg? Yeah, Bobby did not like. <laughs> no, John, he, Johnny was supposed to sweep the leg. Bobby was, Johnny was supposed, supposed to sweep the leg, but Bobby was really upset about like 
taking Johnny out in that way he because apologized. he wanted yeah he his wanted sen- his like sensei a fair fight. told him to fucking hurt his knee and he was and he didn't want to but he was doing what he was told and I think that's the way NFL players are right like they don't want to hurt they don't want to like ruin the game they just want to be better they yeah. want to be the better team they're all millionaires and most of them are friends right like they don't yeah, want like, to like destroy a guy's career yeah. and like rape strippers <laughs> so they have to yeah. you don't want to fuck up they a got guy's plans <laughs> but but the thing is though is that if you could injure somebody for the game you could win the game so so like uh, whether there was money paid or not like and then take it even back further where it was like no 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 i am gonna injure you know you look look at the dick buttkiss years where it was like Smash Mouth. Well, you can't even football. compare those years, man. I, those, yeah, I know those guys were fucking terrorists. Yeah, where it was like, no, no, no. I, my job is to hurt you. Yeah, I don't care if we win. My job is to hurt you. Well, that's why there's this whole Clay Matthews thing now, where it's like he can't even land on the quarterback, and he's just like getting like legit sacks, and they're flagging him because yeah. he's landing yeah. too hard on the quarterback. It's like fuck off. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, and and it all comes from from. <clears throat> You know, sure. You want to protect. You want to. You want to protect the money that is that is thriving the business. You know, like when you look at guys like Flacco making all their money. It's like you're not even that good, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wasn't he the highest paid quarterback at one point? Yeah, it's <laughs> not okay, that Joe long Flacco ago. Flacco sucks. I'm like people don't even. Flacco is not claimed in most fantasy leagues. That's how yeah, good he is. Mine. Well, but here's the difference. Like you can get a fantasy quarterback, or you can get a. An NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah, like, you, yeah. Winning he's a game fantasy manager. is different. He wins I games. Like Baltimore's, do they still have a good defense? I don't know, but like, they're still sort of in it. You know what I fucking? They got rid of all the murderers. They're they're like, yeah, Ray only Lewis. okay. Yeah, all yeah. Ray Lewis had to do with oh. Sam going to Disneyland. <laughs> this is something that I always say about Ray Lewis. Uh, the year, the, listen, we weren't supposed to win that year, but we lost to the Ravens in the playoffs, and um. Ray Lewis was he was a big reason why we lost to them that year. He was supposed to be uh, in jail for murder, but uh, yeah, should have been. But 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 no no no, he was there playing football and they beat us <laughs> fair and square. Man, that guy like contract killed somebody. Yeah, and he's he, like he's now like an announcer, right? Ray Ray Lewis, he's on like uh, NFL Today or some shit. He Is was he? his basically. Yeah, I think he's like a personality. Basically, his buddy. Let's say his buddy <clears throat> murdered somebody, but uh, Ray Lewis. Had blood on his suit. You want to talk about conspiracy theories? Why didn't we do that? Shit? Yeah, really. His suit That's a good is one. missing, and it didn't matter. Like it's like, oh no, no, you're no part of this. It's fine. It's fine. Like <sighs> he should have been. You, you you know when you're in a car full of people and your buddy kills somebody, you all go to jail for the <laughs> right. murder. Well, right. his buddy killed somebody, and there was blood on his suit, so he witnessed it. He was a part of it. He withheld evidence. Fuck Ray Lewis. Anyways. Yeah, fuck Ray Lewis, man. And fuck his stupid dance, too. Yeah. Like, his dance is lame. And if he wants to come on this show and fucking argue for himself, yeah. we'll tell him right to his face. Yeah, what's up, Ray fuck Lewis? Fuck you, man. Dude, Murderer. you know what? I hate shovels. <laughs> Wasn't his dance like a shovel? No, that was a yucky shovel. No, 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 like a shoveling. Uh, Am I thinking of Shane Dronette? Am I mixing Shane Dronette? No, nah, with- he would do this thing. He would do this. <laughs> it was like the bursting out thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so but anyway, what? Let's let's get okay, back to so uh, so. Check. Uh, they, you know, they. Add- Hang on, I want to check in. Where do you stand on this? Do you think that he, with all this evidence, on all Spygate? this hard evidence, no, about Belichick throwing the Super Bowl? Uh, throwing the Super Bowl. Oh no, 
Okay, no, okay. So I, here we go. Zero, so Wade, I'm glad you asked that question because here I am touting <clears throat> Belichick's career, but let's get into why I think he actually is throw why he actually threw the Super Bowl. Okay. Because that that is what is important. Sure they had Spygate, sure they had Deflate Gate where they fucking uh maybe where, where somebody deflated the balls and they beat the Colts in the t- in 2014. Somebody deflated somehow one of 12 balls is what it came out to in the end. Mm, there was one ball that was that was deflated. That's gl- what they say. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, A lot of but, Christians believe in Jesus. But too. the guy, the, the team that pointed out, uh, it out was the Colts. Mm-hmm. And so here's where I'm getting at. At halftime. The Colts say, "Hey, some of these balls are aren't as." F- you should check their balls. Yeah, f- you should check them. And they and then like, okay, they checked one and it was low. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they pumped it. They pumped them all back up to make. They checked every ball after that, and then the Patriots destroyed them in the second half of that game. Yes. yes. Yeah, but it's the Colts. But but they also the col- yeah, they the said to check then. for something, and they checked for it, and it was true. So it was like, oh. They did get the lead, so so they lost fair and square in the second half. But they, but maybe they were deflating some balls. So they were they cheating, and then that's the thing. Like old school cheating is like, yeah, yeah, we're getting an edge on you. It's not cheating yet, you know. I think, I think that's an old school mentality. But that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Of like, well, you know what? We're a fucking home. Looking for an edge here or there. I mean, I don't. I don't think the balls were purposely deflated. Here's I don't. here's my thing. That's fine. It doesn't matter if you do because you're a homer. And even if it was, it could be one guy, and then Brady's like, "No, no, no, I don't want." You know, he did He wasn't a part of it. There Does was one Brady guy have doing small it. hands? Like, why would a deflated ball be better for him? It was just worse. He he could still throw it, but it was worse for other people that weren't aware of it. I think that's the whole. All thing. right. So let me ask you this, you guys. Brady is. Arguably the face of the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Why would the commissioner like go after him so hard? Like, what what is his point? Why why is Goodell Goodell Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL, so he's in charge of like making the NFL. He's like the Vince McMahon of the NFL. Yeah, he wants it to be as popular as it possibly can be, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got a Michael Jordan. Why would you say like, oh, Michael Jordan's cheating, and why would you go after him that hard? Like, yeah, because the comparison is in the NBA when Michael Jordan was gambling so bad that he got his father killed. They said, hey, play baseball for a couple of years. Right. You can't play basketball. It would ruin the league. Yeah. It's like we don't want people to know. So right. if you are an owner of something that is so fucking big, how do you tell the biggest star of something that's so big? fucking big like no but why go after him that hard because he's he's suspended him for four games right that Mm -hmm. next year yep and people have done steroids and not been suspended for four games yeah yeah and then and 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 he got he got beat beat his girlfriend and was ray rice too at the same time oh ray rice yeah in an elevator on video yeah and so, so, so Brady what, two games? Was, Brady two was games. specifically targeted in this instance. You're, yes. And you're right. I'm glad you brought this up because it's like here you have the owner going against the face when there are other people that have done things a million times worse and they, their punishment wasn't as much. So like, it's like what's the rationale? What is he trying to well, do? I think it was – I think people gave him a lot of shit about how he handled Spygate because the spy, the spying incident in like 2006 or whenever it was – 
was everyone got really something defensive. That, that Belichick just sort of admitted. Like they, I think they all admitted to it. Yeah, They're like yeah, we were caught red-handed. And that's the thing. Mangini, Shan- that, that's why Shanahan came. Shanahan, no one else in the league. And then they like, paid a fine. Draft. Didn't you lose a draft pick? Yeah, 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 and paid a fine or whatever, and then everybody moved on. He lost a first-round draft pick. It was huge. And so I think that this one was like people. There were Goodell was under a lot of pressure to make a point and make an example out of Brady because this is the second time they've been caught doing something wrong is my, I think what I, what I see. Think. I, I agree with that. I think it's more like, Hey, this is the way things go. We'll start paying attention now. But like, to me, it just seems like biting the hand that feeds you though. Like, also, I'm pretty money. sure. I'm pretty sure he went to Brady and were like, listen, if you just admit that you did it, we'll reduce the thing to two games. And then he was, and like, Brady was no. like, fuck you. I didn't do it. They went to court. The judge sided with Brady. Yeah. And then they appealed it, right? And said, and what they were appealing was not the fact of whether or not Brady did this, because that was already ruled on. What they ruled on, the reason the sentence was upheld is because Goodell was challenging the fact that what he says goes. That if that the NFL commissioner, without proof, can suspend a player for so four he games, was trying to set that a he has ultimate authority to do that. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it ultimately came down to being about. Is it was him versus the players' association, in that authority of the NFL. Okay, I'm sorry. I that was all very interesting to me, but I don't I don't know where it <laughs> lies on your argument. Okay, so here we go. Um, I think that. Uh, okay, here's the thing: the the relationship between Belichick and Brady is. And then, listen, Belichick isn't close to any player. His relationship is very professional in that, hey, we're not friends outside of work. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, hey, what happens when you, let's say him and Tom Brady had sex and and Ooh, can you let's imagine? Just say, <laughs> and say then that, and then how are, how are you going to trade someone that you like that like had great relationships with? Right, like really good. When it's like, hey, you're getting old, you're not that good, but man, we can still fuck. Man, you can suck a dick. So so well, like I don't understand this. I'm I'm just saying that like he's distanced himself from players in the personal relationships. That's how he is. He hasn't fucked a player, any of his players. <laughs> is what we're saying. I'm trying to compare it to relationships, though. You have really great sex with someone, and then you dump them, and then you're still like, well, we like, could still have sex. Well, like you have to compare it to a, a business relationship where the sex was better than the business. <laughs> So still about sex though. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, what happens when? Because listen, this is what's happening happening with the Patriots. Uh, and 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 uh, okay, here's what I okay. Let's go into what I think is happening. Uh, 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 Belichick is basically trying to show that it's not Brady, it's me. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's move on though because like so we haven't even talked about like he trades uh the black quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett and then later he trades um Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So so here's the thing you well, have and, uh, wait but like this is interesting though for for listeners who don't understand the NFL like so Brady's 40 years old Garoppolo's what, twenty four or something? Like he's, yeah, he's young. pretty young. And I, I will say this: as an NFL player, once you hit thirty, 
I know that this more this more relates to running backs, but when you hit thirty, it is basically like, uh, are they still good enough to play? Thirty is is the old age of football because when you come into football, you're fucking twenty. Well, no, you're not twenty. What are you? No, you're twenty. But to paint the scene, so like you've got a forty year old quarterback. Who says he wants to play for another five years. Right. But even yeah. with five years, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was under Brett Favre for like five years at least. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback <clears throat> in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he's proven it over and over. If he, if he wasn't hurt. If he had Belichick, man, he'd blow Tom Brady out of the water. <laughs> so... So, uh, so what I'm saying when is, when he like, said Aaron Rodgers was so the best last, this just Clark happened last year. Brady's 40 years old. They're like, are we? Uh, what are we doing? Like <laughs> the Patriots. This is me being the Patriots. What are we doing? Uh, what's our future? Tom Brady's getting old. Belichick. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know how long he's gonna coach. We've got this like Garoppolo guy who's like been really good when Brady gets injured. He could be our future. And then they fucking trade him with a 40-year-old quarterback. So they have no backup so the, plan this is at the, all. This is the weirdest thing. They trade the third-string quarterback. And then they You're trade, talking about Brissette. Then they trade the second-string quarterback. So here is the football team that has an old quarterback, even though he is still elite. He is still elite. Mm-hmm. This team has traded away two fucking quarterbacks. They have no backup quarterback. And who do they trade their quarterbacks to? Number one, they trade their third string to to the Colts. The Colts were the fucking team that called out Spygate. Or uh, Deflategate. Deflategate, yeah. So, so, So here you have the owner of operations contacting the team that put them in the spotlight, the negative spotlight for deflating balls and is also in your division. But also, like, let's let's put it into perspective. The Colts have Andrew Luck, who is like the next, he's like the next coming of Peyton Manning, according to anyone in, in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Brissett is like, a third stringer, but but here's another perspective. But but here's another perspective. You want to trade away trade away a third string quarterback. You don't trade him away to a person in your division that's going to give you all the secrets of the current year. If you look at late pickups of any football player in the NFL, it is normally uh, uh, cross town rivals basically to get all their secrets going into the playoffs. Isn't in your division. They're not in the same division. Well, but, I, uh, but I hear what you're saying. They are rivals, and they usually meet in the playoffs. And they they are rivals. They meet yeah. in the playoffs, and so here you go. Here's all of our secrets <clears throat> because Jacoby Brissett, as a Colt, is going to give away everything he can about the playoffs. But I don't to think he them. knows anything. No, no, no. Sure, sure, sure. sure <laughs> I don't sure. think Belichick doesn't share anything with anybody. But but third, third string, know what I mean? third string quarterback does know does know the yeah, but the playbook. Colts are, the playbook. But the Colts yeah. are garbage though. Okay, 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 sure, sure. Okay, so so take that, take that, take that. Whatever it's worth. The sure, right, so Garoppolo, they, and then and then so later on they trade him to Garoppolo, right? Or Garoppolo to San Francisco, San Francisco, and they get nothing. Not even, not even in the same conference. They get nothing for him. They get a second round pick. 
They get a second round pick. Second round's good, Which dude. Belichick is good, like second. Yeah, round yeah, yeah, picks. yeah, yeah. But 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 here's the thing. I mean, here's my angle. My angle is the coach of the 49ers is a new young coach, Kyle Shanahan. <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan is who was the head coach of Atlanta, who they beat 34-28. They had the biggest comeback in NFL history. At the Combine that year, um, after losing to, to Belichick, Kyle Shanahan and Bill Belichick are at the Combine, hanging out, watching players for the next year. They're hanging out. And supposedly this happened. Belichick is sitting there just having conversations about why they beat him, how they beat him, how he, how he mastermindingly beat him, which a coach would never do. Whatever. That's a, that's a, that's a okay. rumor. That's in the conspiracy theory realm, sure. Um, my thing is bringing it back to Spygate when the only person in the NFL who spoke up in favor of Bill Belichick was Mike Shanahan. Now you have Mike Shanahan's Kyle Shanahan is Mike son. Shanahan's son. Yeah. Who you just fucking destroyed in a Super Bowl. Everybody knew that Atlanta beat New England in that game. Everybody knew that Atlanta beat New England in that game. Even the Patriots fans knew until like 10 minutes till the end of the game. Patriots, oh, yeah. it was not, it was Patriots not fans <laughs> knew they knew nah, that they man. lost. Listen, I was talking to we were Falcon or I. Do you remember? I, were, I remember. Yeah, yeah we, we were talked. at the same Super Bowl party. I was there. I went. I was wearing my Belichick jersey. I have a Belichick jersey. I made. I had oh, custom gross, made. Dude, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> what's his What's his number on there? Fifty. It was his high school number. Okay, so we were at the same <laughs> party, and I was like, "Oh man." I don't know. I'm sorry because I don't care about Atlanta. So I'm being sympathetic to Falconer, and he goes, "Now nah, I think we still have a chance." This is at halftime when they were down like fucking what? It was 30? twenty-one to three. And I thought I was like, I think there's still a chance here. Yeah, he fucking knew. He fucking knew they were gonna come. But, but I will. Hold on, hold on. The, my defense of that is, I knew that the Broncos still had a chance when the Seahawks halftime. Nah, but that's optimistic. You're like a you're you you have your head in the clouds. Falconer is a much more level headed guy than you are. I'm saying it's the same thing. I don't know. You man. knew I knew, but I was wrong and you were right. So knowing I knew, I knew there was I knew my thought was if they come out in the third quarter and just like gangbusters and then they they can get back into it you know, it's a couple scores, they can get back into it really quick. But then the opposite happened and Atlanta scored again in the third to make it 28 to three. And that's when I was like, that's when I started to come to grips with like, we're probably not going to win this game. Honestly, uh, that, that all, was, all I'm I, saying was is I didn't in, give up. I didn't walk away, game, but I was most Patriots fans knew that they lost, even though they won at one point in the game, you knew whether it was the 21 to 28, three, whatever you knew at some point, like, Oh, in your head, you're like, fuck man. Well, it was 28 to three with like, Three minutes left in the third quarter. There's a difference between Patriots fans in the last 20 years who have been used to winning for so long. They 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 can afford to be optimistic. I've been a Bears fan for 35 years, and I just know that they suck. Like they're always gonna <laughs> suck. 
we just blew out. I can't even remember who. And I'm still like, nah, we're we're not that good though. Like, yeah, yeah, we're Trubisky had like probably the most fantasy points that anybody has ever yeah. scored ever. <laughs> when he threw like six touchdowns, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so here we go. They trade away their third string. They trade away their second string. <clears throat> they don't fucking have a backup quarterback. And then to throw on top of everything else. Uh, uh, now, I couldn't find an article about this, but I've watched reports of it. And so I don't know. But supposedly, uh, uh, Belichick comes out and is saying, like, hey, man, you should hire my offensive coordinator as a coach. Something in that realm where it's like, my offensive coordinator is so good, you should hire him. Which is something that, like, no head coach has ever done. And so there were multiple reports of this, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't yeah, I've never find heard it. this. I know that. Okay, okay. I know that that's, both that's Mc, interesting. McDaniels I, and Patricia both were interviewing, got permission to go and interview places. Patricia was hired by the Lions. Yeah, he's, he's the Lions head coach. coach now. And McDaniels was offered, yeah. I want to say offered, or was about to be offered a position, I don't know where, and decide, made some deal, made a specific deal with Belichick and Kraft okay. to stay. Hang on. McDaniels sucks. Like, he... He has already tested those waters. Coach the Broncos, Coach the Rams, because he <clears throat> losing seasons he, both places. Yeah, he came. He came to Denver. Great opportunity. Ruined our team. Great games. Yeah. Figured out that he's a fucking loser, and then went back to his fucking mommy. He, he's an offensive coordinator. Like, oh, he's not I just a head coach. Be, I just want to be with Belichick because he knows he's not going to be successful anywhere else. Well, here's he something sucks. interesting, like to give insight on Belichick, and I don't know if this is corroborated or if this is just rumor. But what I heard is the reason that McDaniels withdrew his name from the running for these coaching jobs is because Belichick took him in and said, listen, if you stay with me, I'm going to give you the team when I retire. And in doing so, in the next couple of years before I retire, I'm going to open up my operation to you. And I'm going to show you how I prepare for games and how I do all the shit, which blew me away when I read that. So I was like, does he not let his offensive coordinator know how he makes right, decisions? Right, yeah, right. yeah. But that's that's what was reported. No, but is you that should he was also just be, like, I'll open my world up to you, and I'll bring you in on everything. You that should I do also and be teach terrified that McDaniel's is your head coach in the next like three years because he sucks, dude. Listen, Even if he gets he, opened up, he to came the to the Broncos. But you have to put in Belichick on Cleveland. He got fired. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Like listen, I think he, Belichick he could is grow into football career, and I I agree. But but here here here's his McDaniel's history. He comes to the Broncos. We fucking blow balls. He leaves and we win a Super Bowl. Uh, he goes to the Rams. They blow balls. And now they're probably going to win a Super Bowl pretty soon. They're so fucking good. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, he goes to these teams that have great money, great opportunity, great. See, I would say the conspiracy theory is, like, Belichick going to McDaniels and going, like, hey, go fuck up the Broncos for, like, go two years. Because the they had a terrible they record against back. us for a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring you back. Just go fuck them up for a little bit. <laughs> Draft Tim Tebow or whatever. That feels like the most valid <laughs> conspiracy Oh, my God. Theory. When Tebow was drafted, I was, I, I was so Let's mad because I was there. talking so much shit on him. Wait, and then wait, we fuck but, wait, let's we gotta get yeah, because yeah, yeah. we gotta wrap up. So like okay. so what so what is the why do you think because we 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 don't have like a, a real good theory on like why he would be tanking. Okay, okay. Here here's one reason. Here's one reason. Okay. Uh Chucky. Who's the Raiders the Raiders John head Gruden. coach? 
John Gruden gets this fucking um, such an amazing contract to be a head coach. Here's the thing. Belichick has been underpaid most of his career. You can't find you can't find the specific numbers. You cannot find the numbers because Kraft doesn't talk about him. Belichick doesn't talk about him. When they they have been specifically interviewed about the numbers. All right. So let's say he's underpaid. Then, w- then so, what's the point? So, I don't so, believe that. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold I don't on. Believe it hold on. Though. But let's say that it's true. Uh. uh Chucky gets paid so much. Yeah, but they, Chucky that, is a Chucky's a personality. But they basically had to get rid of. I'm not going to say their best defensive player, but a de- defensive player that has made the, a huge impact for Wait, the Bears. Uh, okay, hang on. I have so many. I have so many reasons to. First of all, he didn't have to get rid of him. We're talking about Khalil Mack, who's probably the best linebacker outside of Von Miller that there is. He is top five defense guy. The rumor is he has the, one strip sack for every game that he's played. The rumor is is that this year. he he couldn't afford to keep him with the Raiders with his contract. No, that's not right at all. They traded him they traded him, I think, before Chucky even took the reins. No, no, no. They traded him after. Okay, but it doesn't matter because those the, that money doesn't come from the same place. No, no, no. no, 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 no. It's no, not about the owner's me, money. You don't pay the co- the coach has nothing to do with the salary cap. The players, that's all player money. The coach has nothing. You could you can pay the coach twenty million dollars if you no, want. No, no, no. I know, but what I'm what what I'm what I'm getting at is, <clears throat> Chucky comes in, and. He wants to make decisions because he's not join. He's not going to be the coach for a year. He's going to be a coach for a while. He's having like a ten year deal or some crazy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's his plan. So it's like, so it's like, I need to make some fucking room for my plans. Well, whatever, whatever. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go down that road. Bas- I'm not saying that his money affects him. I'm saying that, like, like, oh, here's the biggest paid player. Get rid of him so that I can make decisions using that same money. Freeing up the space. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. I know if that's, that's true. He's a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 so so but 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 comparingly, Chucky's deal is so big, and here you have the best fucking coach coaching currently. I don't know, man. We got Robert Kraft, who's like a huge fucking Republican donor. He's got more money than any of us even know. He's not going to fucking skimp out on fucking Belichick. But probably I, the reason you can't find it is because it's astronomical. I I think well, but here's the thing. One famous thing about Patriots players is a lot of these guys restructure their deals to make room for including Brady. Restructure yeah, Brady's done it his whole career to make room for for other people. Yeah, the, the players it, do. It is. It is. But but like, how do you convince a player to not make money when when it is their job? You're you're talking against yourself at this point because like the reason they do that is be, because Belichick is a winning coach, and they go like, oh, if I go here, I can win. I can win a Super Bowl. Belichick's money has nothing to do with like Tom Brady taking a pay cut. No, no, no. I, no, no, I that, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, but I'm, I, I'm saying that here you have this air of let's be a team. Let's 
And this is right. all. This has to start with the owner of operations. This has to start with Belichick. I'm saying, Belichick has come in and said, "We can win, not because of you. You're not important. You can be a part of this, but you're not the reason." And so, so what I'm trying to say is, he's created an era of we are a fucking team. The owner has basically said to him, "We're winning because of Brady." And he's basically arguing, saying like, but we, we've we all agreed that we're winning because of the team, basically because of me as the coach. So here you have players restructuring their deals to be a part of this team, to add more talent. and then But this is all because of the mastermind of the owner of operations. He is the reason why people are restructuring their deals. He is the most important thing. He is the reason why they have won so many Super Bowls. He is the reason why they have done everything, but he's not getting any credit for it. And he's also, I think that him not being able to trade Brady is the most insulting thing in his career because here he has created a dynasty, won everything for this owner, done everything possible, made players convinced players that they could make less money and still be a part of the team. This is all Belichick. And then the owner says like, no, 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 you got to keep Brady, dude. You got to keep Brady. So you think, okay, because like the Patriots are, what's the record right now? Two and three and two. Three and two now. So they're three and two, right? So you think that losing that Super Bowl was just a shot across the bow of fucking uh, uh, Robert Kraft? Just I, to say, like, hey, I fucking run things here, so, like, back off? I think it was a mixture of that mixed with, hey, if you think Brady's important, he's not the, he's not the reason why we're winning. And, 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 and No, but I'm saying, like, why lose a Super Bowl? Like, what's the point? Because he's not, he's not angling for a new job. Every fucking team in the NFL would want to have him as a coach. Nobody, I don't think anybody thinks like, oh, he's just a, he had Tom Brady. No one thinks that because Tom Brady was nothing. But also like, I think, I think one of the biggest issues with the conspiracy that you're bringing up is the idea of like, I guess it's, it's saying by benching Malcolm Butler, I'm going to put the game entirely on Brady's shoulders and prove to the world that he's not as great as everybody says he is right is that yeah, kind of yeah. the conspiracy yeah, yeah but then brady goes he threw for 500 yards <laughs> they lost the game but they lost the game because the defense let, let up 40 points so belichick looks like the asshole there not brady ultimately like even if even if that was his mission he failed miserably in trying to prove himself because brady is the was the only reason they were in that game at all you know i i in the I, end. I think that um <clears throat> He's trying to gain, trying to gain credibility in, in like, hey, it's me, it's not Brady. Look, look, Brady could throw for five hundred yards and we could still lose. But then it's me. But then Belichick ex- took responsibility for the loss after the game. Like, if you look at all of his interviews and press conferences, he said, "Look, I put the best, pa- I put the package out on the field that I thought was best, the best matchup with this team, 
and it didn't work out, and it's my fault. This was a coaching decision. It was my fault. So but, that's but, but how come? I mean, listen. I, wouldn't he, I'm wouldn't not he say, like, I don't know, I'm Brady should have thrown for dance. 600 yards. <laughs> Maybe if he threw for 600 yards, we would have won. I'm not trying know. to dance around <laughs> everything. I'm just trying to, like, my, I, I think that it's like, hey, <clears throat> here's your boy that I couldn't trade, and, and, and he threw for 500 yards, and we still couldn't win. So here's your boy. And so I, I, to me, it's more like it's more like, yeah, we have the best quarterback. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean Super Bowl victory. I can win it for you. You don't want to pay me. Maybe I'll go to the Giants. I, I, I think that he might be I think that he might be going to the Giants. And if you're going to go, going to go to the Giants, this dynasty that you built would destroy you unless you kind of tear it apart a little bit. Unless you kind of tear it apart a little bit. Okay, interesting. And like, we like, haven't we haven't even talked about the Gronk trade. Like he wanted to trade Gronkowski, which is like this amazing fucking uh, Pro Bowl tight end. Who, I mean, fuck. He accidentally got a hundred yards receiving that today. Basically. Don't you think he's the best player on that team? He is uh, a guy that will always get open. That is is no, but I want to ask Eric: Is Tom Brady or Gronkowski a better player? Uh, there's a lot of I would say Brady, but there's a lot of factors that go into that. I think I don't I wouldn't be super pissed if they traded Gronkowski because I think he's one injury away from retirement. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's very fragile. He's he's broken his arm twice. He's had back surgery. Every time he gets tackled, I hold my breath. But he's like I love watching him play. He's fucking incredible. But like. If the like, I understand. I understand trading someone when their value is still high. Okay, if you well, think they're gonna down, tank soon, let's lay it down. And Gronkowski's been a pain in the ass. What in what way? Is that he doesn't feel appreciated there? He's not having fun. He's saying yeah, the team's yeah, not yeah. fun. He's been what? whining on social media and making all these like cryptic what, comments. Recently? Last year, he said he didn't have fun. <laughs> You gotta have fun, man. Yeah, well, it's Gronk. And of course, fun. And we're winning. I gotta take shoot? my shirt off. But he's in a like, club. he's like the epitome of the of the player that Belichick does not allow on his team. Yeah, yeah. Right, the guy right, who right. wants to party and wants to use his fame he's and fortune and just that's enjoy himself. That's why it's himself. weird that Josh Gordon is there. No, no. But that's the thing. Josh Gordon is there because Belichick <clears throat> knows he can go like, motherfucker, you're only here because I can put my thumb on you. If you do yeah. all that shit that you were doing, you're gone. We've won without you, so yeah. you're welcome to be a yeah. part of this, or you can fucking leave. We're I gonna win without that. you yeah. either way. Still, we'll still. Yeah, win Gronk kind of happened out of nowhere. Like Gronk blew up. He was the backup. Like, was like fuck. Yeah, Gronk <laughs> was was the backup for a murderer, right? What? No, no, Gronk was the guy, and then Hernandez came in and was a murderer. Yeah. And then that was when they were dangerous, when they had two tight ends. Hernandez you didn't was know who to cover. Yeah. Fucking good in a different way. Yeah. You would throw him a short pass, and he could just run. His like yardage after the catch was insane. And then he murdered a couple people. <sighs> he murdered now, a couple then he people. went to jail like, and whatever, killed himself. Whatever. and he killed you know. himself. At least he killed himself. <laughs> At least he killed himself. <laughs> Weird. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, um, the Gronk train? No, before that, I was... I. Well, the Garoppolo Brissett thing is interesting. Is what I can't fully explain. I guess is what who, I'm, I who don't was understand the backup. Who was the backup quarterback then at that point? Nobody. Once they brought they in. Him? They but, brought but, in Brian Hoyer. They traded for Brian Hoyer. But but before After. they traded for Brian Hoyer, who was it? Edelman. Edelman. That's right. Yes. That's right. 
The receiver. He's a wide receiver. From he the was, Valley. From he the was a quarterback Valley. in college. Yeah. And Belichick turned him into a receiver. Uh, drafted him as a quarterback and turned him into a receiver. Listen, I'm kind of into this, honestly. Because, like, so let me break it down. <clears throat> if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm the best coach in the history of the NFL, right? Like, I, I, don't, I don't even think that's arguable. Like, he's the best coach in mm-hmm. the history of the NFL. And then he's also, like, making all the moves. Is owner of operations the same as GM or? Well, no, general manager. The thing is that that specific title, um, general manager does more with things that don't matter to the game or to, to the actual playing, you know. Owner of operations is specifically t- personnel, whether it be drafting, trading, contracts like yeah yeah okay so i'm the best coach ever and then fucking robert Kraft, dumb republican doesn't know shit about football and also like to add to what you're saying not only are you the best coach ever you are the best owner of operations you 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 have yeah, yeah, drafted yeah. you have traded you have done everything you can to and that be- was also the bait that brought belichick to the bait to the patriots in the first place is Kraft said to him if you leave the Jets and you come here, you have carte blanche. Like, you can do whatever you want. I will stay out of your hair. Okay, this is so, your team. Yeah, so this is becoming clear. Like, he wants to fucking trade Brady, and then Kraft is going like, no, fuck you, because we both give Trump a lot of money, and we're like friends, and we wear those red hats. And it's in his fucking locker. <laughs> and like, fuck Tom Brady. In Brady's locker? Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, he's like doing an interview, and it's up there. Like, yes. fuck him. Uh, <laughs> politics aside, like they they have the Kraft and and Brady have like a thing, right? And so Belichick goes like, I want to get rid of this fucking guy, and then Kraft goes like, No, don't do that. I'm not allowing you to do that. And then Belichick goes like, Get ready, get ready for the fucking storm, bitch. I'm gonna trade all these quarterbacks. I'm gonna do all this shit. I'm gonna ruin your fucking team for when I retire. Like, I think Belichick is just going like, I'll write out this Tom Brady thing. And then when he's done, I'm going to quit. I don't think it has anything to do with, like, trying to get another team. I don't I don't know if he wants to go to the Giants. I mean, dude's like 60, right? So, like, he could just retire right now. I think he's close to retirement. But but he also, like, away. you look at Tom Coughlin. Who was who yeah, was Tom Coughlin fucking floundered his last few years. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like like uh, Belichick was coach at the and Gi- for the Giants for 12 years. You know, that's a long fucking time. And like he all I'm saying is I'm trying to I'm trying to like support your claim. And I think that you could be right. Like he's being very spiteful about like what he's doing. I don't know that like benching uh Malcolm Butler and the Super Bowl had anything to do with it, but I do think that like trading players and like trying to trade Gronk cuz you know that Gronk is going to be pissed about that, right? So why yeah, would he Yeah, he blew up the trade. He said yeah. he said I refuse he was like, to be traded. I'll just retire. Yeah, I'll retire. And so like how hard is that guy playing now? Now right. knowing that they were like about to trade him. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. But, I, but you think Belichick this. is like wasting his time, like just what playing a team, coaching a team to lose? Well, listen, he could be out in his boat with a guy as arrogant as that. I think he could like blow up the team and still make it to the fucking Super Bowl. 
and then just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm out. The, there's this. I was watching this Bill Belichick documentary, which exists, which is pretty good. Okay. And and he, and and um, uh, you know, because I listen, I'm a fan <clears throat> of anybody who resembles the coach from Friday Night Lights in that like. <laughs> You're this. You're this fucking thing. You're this. This entity that can create inspiration, and the reason, the the way you create inspiration is to get people to believe. When you look at his coaching style, here's the thing: fuck coaches. When I look at coaches in the NFL, I'm like, I I take it down to this. It doesn't matter how good your players are. It comes down to you being able to inspire your players on on every level. If you, I totally disagree. But if you if you watch coaches, you've seen you've seen the what's the HBO thing? Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Yeah. These coaches, more than teaching them anything, are really trying to get inspiration in their mind of like. No, coaches aren't there to teach them. But when you listen to coaches, though, no, they're to come up with a game plan. It's sure, like, sure, game plan, sure. I, and I I one hundred percent agree with that. But when you listen to them. On these things like hard knocks, they are more inspirational than. Please don't than use Hugh Jackson anything. as a as an example. Hugh Jackson is the worst coach. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Ever been. I haven't. I haven't oh, seen that was the most recent one. Uh, what are you talking about, Bill O'Brien? That guy sucks. No, too. no, I haven't seen. I haven't actually watched Hard Knocks. <laughs> I'm saying that I've watched coaches. I've watched coaches be inspirational to teams that I'm like, you know, this team doesn't need inspiration. But, but they do because any team that plays, you know that any team can be any team on any given Sunday. But when you watch, but when when you watch teams that like are excellent, you you hear quotes from them coaching their teams. Where I'm like, you didn't need to tell them that. But, and I and I say that from the perspective of the team's good. And then you hear quotes from like, wow, he's actually inspirational on top of that. And I'm like, the inspiration matters more than the talent. I think you have a very romanticized version of a coach. I don't think NBA co- or NFL coaches inspire anybody. I think NFL coaches are all oh, about man. the X and O's. Let me give you my best example. Uh, uh, Belichick, um, the year that Moss was there, they go through three games, four games, I think, even four games, and they have not had a pass or run over forty yards, and and he's telling his team, "It's like we fucking, we need a fucking play. We we we're not, we we are in the bottom five. We do not have a play over forty yards, running or passing. Like you guys need to fucking, I don't know, I don't know. It's very inspirational to watch this documentary and hear him address the team and put it into perspective that like we're we're not we're losing and we're not doing that good. And then this big snow game happens, and Brady throws five five touchdowns, and they have. He he sets a record. You know he throws more. He sets a record for five touchdowns in a quarter thrown by a quarterback. Like I feel like he inspired them to make big plays. And all of a sudden, he throws he throws for six touchdowns. They have five plays over forty yards in a quarter. And I, I'm I'm just saying like when I, I'm very big on I've watched all the uh, Broncos stuff too and Shanahan and like when I watch 
excellent coaches. I my perspective is they are good at it it seems like yeah, they're all professionals, they're all great, they're all very athletic, but you still need a coach to inspire them. And so when I watch um Belichick and Shanahan both I think are very good coaches that have inspired I feel like the difference is the inspiration. And the, and Yeah, and I think I think there's probably a side of Belichick that people don't see outside of the team. Like I bet cuz he's known as a very dry, boring guy, but I think he probably can fire a person up or he can do that. He has that in him. All right, so I also one of my favorite I'll just tell this story. One of my favorite uh moments of Belichick forever. I think it was the perfect season, the 2007 season. Oh, the one where the you nearly lost perfect the Super season. Bowl. Is he uh they played the Jets and they put up like 45 points or something and a camera caught him as he's leaving the field. I think he was with his son who was like a an assistant assistant coach or something. Yeah, yeah. And he puts his arm around the guy when they're leaving the field and this camera just sort of caught him. He goes, 45 points against the best defense in the league. Suck my dick. <laughs> as they were leaving the field, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and so I think he's got this whole other side of him that's just like a, a real football coach. Like you Dude, would see Moss on had Friday fucking night. 50 touchdowns with fucking Brady that year. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Moss was washed up. Yeah. I love that year. They got him for essentially a f- like a fourth round pick. Yeah. When it came down to it. So at the end of the day, do you, Eric, think that Belichick, and let's not just put it on that Super Bowl where he didn't put in. Uh, I know. That name? was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like to try to make it specific. I'm like, no, I think he's. Yeah. Go on. But do you think that he has some spite for Robert Kraft? Do you think he's trying to prove himself as like one of the greatest and like giving away a bunch of his players? Do you think that that he's being spiteful? No, not in general. I think that the if if anything now that we've talked about, it, I think the Brissett trade might have been spiteful. Trading away if 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 he's been told you can't trade Brady. Mm-hmm. Belichick's argument is Garoppolo is about to be done. Mm-hmm. Like he's his contract is up at the end of this year. We're not going to be able to afford to keep him unless we trade Brady. And Kraft said, "Well, then get let's get rid of him." So I think at that point I can see Belichick getting rid of Brissett and then sending Garoppolo for a second round pick to San Francisco and just being like, "All right, we have Brady now and Brian Hoyer. That's our team now, a 41-year-old quarterback and and Brian Hoyer. So let's see what we can do with this." I think that that might be spite. There might the, be a little the, bit in the, there. This spite was there to like, man, fuck you. But like, I'm not trying to sabotage the team. Not sabotaging exactly. And I think sending Garoppolo to San Francisco was was a loving gesture. Like, I think he took care of Garoppolo in that trade because he set him up with a team that is a, a dynasty team team in and of themselves, who he knew he would play right away and be a superstar on that team. Is like ready to go. Like has all the personnel in which, place. Which, 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 uh, I agree with you, and it's weird for a coach <coughs> to care for a player. You know, it's weird because, and 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 like I throw that into the Kyle Shanahan thing. It's like, but if hey, yeah, so man, into inspiration, been... then why wouldn't they care about their players? So, well, I, if I'm thinking, oh, it's all X and O's, and you're thinking like, oh, it's all inspiration, then wouldn't they be compassionate about their players? I, I, I think it's inspiration until. Like as a militant leader, it's all inspiration until you go like, "Hey, I deserve more." Well, you do. Get out of here. 
Right. I think he loves them in terms of like their their football players. I don't think he's friendly necessarily with them. I think he loved Garoppolo because Garoppolo was the next Brady. I think you that, know? that here's I think. I think that he's good at here's what we have. Here's how we <clears throat> deal with this. And then all of a sudden, if dealing with you means anything like financially or media wise, like oh well, we don't need to deal with that. I can make you fit into this football team. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I also think Brissett's last thing. Brissett's value Brissett's was nothing. high at that point. Oh, was because it? he had just played in one. He'd played two games, won one of them. Because Brady was suspended for four games. Garoppolo came in and was going to play, and he got hurt. And Brissett took over and did a decent job. And so I believe like that Belichick was like, scenario. "This is the highest his yeah. value is ever going to be. Let's let's okay. trade him away." But he didn't trade him for. I don't know what he got for him. I don't think he got much. A third round draft pick or something. What everyone that ta- that complains about it says he got nothing for it. Yeah. So money. Maybe, a maybe he might have got money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might have just been. What do you get for a fucking third string quarterback that's or, played two games and? Yeah. I don't know. All right. So. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I have to side with the Patriots fan. Like, I think, but here's here's what I think. I think like once. Brady's done. Belichick is done. I don't think he'll do anything beyond once Brady retires, which is going to be this year. You think Maybe he's going to retire this year? year? I don't know, man. He's set on playing till 45. That's yeah. what he keeps saying. Yeah, but he's like fucking drinking some weird water and he's got this documentary where he kisses his son on the lips yeah. and shit. And oh, we didn't even get into that. The yeah, Alex yeah. Guerrero shit with Belichick banned. Brady's trader, yeah, trainer yeah. from the facilities. Oh, okay. That was crazy. It was, it was. I think that's honestly the tension between them. I think it's as simple but, but as like, that. But like, like if you are <clears throat> your your version of Belichick, why would you ban his trainer? My version, sure, it's simple. Hey, man, you're the guy. <laughs> Let's see what you can do. Well, you don't need your trainer. Your version, what's your version? Why is he getting him out of there? My version is that this guy got very comfortable within the team. And I think a lot of the, from what I heard for years, was that the players were going to this guy and taking his advice over the team trainers. And Belichick hated that. was like, I pay these professionals to assess you and to train you and to make sure you're okay. And you're going with this fucking guru guy who makes you think you think if you drink enough water, you can't get sunburned. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. <laughs> and they, and they, he was keeping this guy around to keep Brady happy, and I think it got to a point where it was like, why the fuck am I keeping this guy happy? Well, I think once like, the, the infomercials happened, he was like, right. fuck this. <laughs> right. This is crazy. What? Yeah, because yeah. all those players were going to him to train. We're going to Guerrero to train, and, and the medical staff of the Patriots was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what are we doing? What about uh, uh, who was... Uh there was this instance, this instance where one of the backups needed uh, to get in. Garoppolo needed to get into the training facility at TB12. I don't know whatever whatever it was called the training facility has like Brady's number in the name. Yeah, the, of the TB12. Faci- yeah, it was TB12. Yeah. yeah, TB12 is his brand. TB12. Yeah, not Brady 12. Oh my god. That's, so so <laughs> Garoppolo needed to get in and, and like at some point to like work out or something and security wouldn't let him in or something. That did you hear about that instance? I had heard. Yeah. What what yeah. Ha- what, what 
That's as much as I know. Oh, okay, okay. Is it yeah, that, yeah. It, like, Garoppolo was going to train with him, and all of a sudden he wasn't, like, allowed in there? Yeah, like, security was like, mm. he wasn't allowed in. And and he needed he needed some assistance or something, and they, they needed to call the head coach or something to, like, open the doors to let him into the facilities. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. This is all just <clears throat> bullshit. Um, things happen. It, it was probably a big accident. But it was that he, he told him he can't fly with the team anymore. And he told him he, he he had an office in the in like the stadium, this dude, and he took that away from him. He was like, "You're not part of this team. You yeah. can't have your own office. You're not flying with the team anymore. Tom can train with you, whatever, but our players are doing their own thing. They're not with you." It's just like that kid who, like, when you were growing up, you had your group of friends, and then there was one kid who sort of like gleamed onto you, <laughs> and then at a certain point, you're just like, "Let's get." Let's get rid of this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what why are we is, doing why hanging is he out here? with this guy? And, and what, what, what's sad is that most groups of friends don't get rid of that guy. <clears throat> no. No, not at all. <laughs> I still hang out with that guy. I always laugh. I always Romansky. laugh. When I think of, were you, were you with us? Were you with us when, when Dave got, like, got in a fight with a guy and this guy had a group of friends too? Dave, who's Dave? Uh, Dave Rivers. We had we. Ha- I have this friend that like would just get into fights at bars all the time, right? So here we are, a group of like we're fucking fun guys. We're we're such fun guys that we normally meet more guys than girls because there's like, like it's so much easier to make friends with guys than to like fucking yeah. hassle through like meeting girls because it's like hey we're not hitting on you we're just trying to have a good time yeah and if you think we're hitting on you then we're not gonna have a good time. So uh, 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 our, our our friend, we went out one night in Denver, and he's about to get in the fight with this guy, and like we're, and so we're a big group, and they're a big group, and all of us realized that like, oh, your friend's a fighter, our friend's a fighter, so we all start fucking hanging out, and we're all cool with all these guys. We're like, hey, let's just watch these guys fight. None of us are gonna <laughs> jump in. I, I don't know. It's just funny. I, I I thought you were there. I don't know, but like I don't think so. These two guys are about to fight, and we're all watching them, and, and like their friends, his friends and our friends, we're all joking around, like, well, let's just watch these guys fight, whatever. It's just funny. Like I don't know why I brought. I don't know why I went down the road. Well, it's a it's a good. Uh, hey, everyone's human, right? Like we should all hang out together, and maybe Bill Belichick should share the wealth every once in a while and not <laughs> not be so stingy with his game plans where fucking uh josh mc mc mcdaniels mcdaniels doesn't even know the fucking game plan that's crazy he knows the game plan he doesn't know how belichick makes decisions and why he drafts the guy he drafts the guys he drafts but kind of josh mcdaniels sucks so yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna, gonna find out. That. We're gonna find out pretty soon because oh, he's gonna man. be handed the I keys hope, to the I Patriots, so, and we'll see what the fuck. You're happens. gonna be horrible if that happens. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to, to Real Life Sci-Fi. Um, I think we cracked it, right? We, I think we, we totally did. I, I, I just want. I'll leave saying a couple of things. Okay. This, I think, what you're, the the humanistic road you're going down, I think, is true. About like that's the way I look at Belichick. He's a human being. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. I think he's spiteful, as spiteful as any of us would be, if someone tried to fuck us over at our job or something we cared about. I don't think he'd tank his own career or his team to do that. On the flip side, the cheating scandals and all the accusations. I'll say this: this is going to make a lot of people mad. This, 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 uh, this comparison. 
But I'm going to say there are people out there that don't think Shakespeare wrote his own plays. Yeah. Okay? I happen to think Shakespeare was a man, a genius, who wrote all of those fucking plays himself. I think Belichick is a man, a genius, who has won all of those titles and all these accolades by being the best fucking coach in the world. Uh, I don't think there's any conspiracy on that end either. I think that he's just a human being who happens to be the best at his job. Okay. Uh, to, on top of that, here's what I think. I agree with you. I think that he is a genius, and I respect him. And I feel like he feels disrespected by this owner's, this owner of this organization. I feel like he just feels disrespected by the owner's son, whatever, who is now the owner. And and I feel like at some point when you are the fucking best of the best. And you try to tell someone you're the best, and they don't agree with you, and they're like, "No, no, no, you want cousin Brady." Um, I feel like there's this this little spitefulness going on, being like, "No, it's not cousin Brady, it's cousin me." Here's and then then here's how, and and listen, he's the type of guy I agree. Like you, I can't see him tanking a game on purpose. I can't see that. But when you've already won, what, five? How many Super Bowls did he win? Five. He won five. Five of eight, yeah. Five, five, five of eight Super Bowls. Five of seven at this point. It's like, hey, man. And plus the Giants, two rings with the Giants. I feel like there could be a perspective of... When you, when you listen to any NFL football player talk and the drive is to win a Super Bowl... Fucking, we gotta fucking, we could win the Super Bowl. We we the best. And you've won seven Super Bowl titles. You've won seven. I'm not saying that makes it easy for you to to betray your team. I'm just saying it makes it easy to be like, I think I know what I'm talking about. And if you're not gonna give me what I want, then I'm gonna give you what you don't want. I don't know. Whatever. Um, he, here's the thing: is if if Belichick ever goes to the Giants, <laughs> you know they need a coach right now. Yeah, this came up last year that there was word there was like because because of all the there was all the reports of the conflict inside the Patriots and, and that Belichick. If was he ever jump goes ship. to the Giants, then maybe he sabotaged the best fucking franchise in, in NFL history. On his way out, maybe that he developed. It's like, hey, I could I, see that. I built that, this that dynasty, and it's like I'm trying to leave, and I don't want to have to beat myself. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. But I also, in the same vein, maybe they've had their little differences and squabbles and whatnot. But it's hard to think of a genius adding losing to his genius. That mm-hmm. that is like right. offensive. That is more offensive than me bringing it up. Right. So I what will determine what I really think is what happens to their future. Mm-hmm. You know, if he retires, then I was wrong. If he goes to the Giants, I'm like, uh maybe he was sabotaging. That's all. I really wish fucking Jimmy G didn't get injured because I would Me too. I would want to ask you your fucking over under on that shit. And now yeah. we now we don't even know it. Um yeah, I think he's a great quarterback. 
I think yeah. he's... No, but is he, though? Did but you think that of Castle? Castle, though? I think under Belichick, he would have been a fucking amazing quarterback. Who, Castle? Uh, Belichick. Both uh, of no, them, right? Uh, Garoppolo. Both no, of them under, under him, but... I'm saying out, outside of that system, like, is Jimmy G, like, really that good or not? That's I what think, I... I... From everything I've read, I think Belichick believes that. And I think that, like, he's friends with, with Shanahan, and I think, like, I think sending him to to uh the 49ers was like a nice right, gesture right, for on right. for everybody like here's a great quarterback for you yeah and here's a great team for you that i'm gonna set you guys up and you guys you know maybe we'll meet in the super bowl someday and but. and and so what you saying that makes me go like like here's the thing nobody wants to be an asshole he wants to be a good guy here's like hey man it's not gonna work out for me maybe maybe it'll work out for you and that's very hopeful to me to hear that like even if he's trying to do any sort of sabotaging, he's also like, hey, man, I'm not trying to kill everybody. I think he's a very loyal guy, which explains the Trump shit. Like, honestly, I think I think he's been friends with Trump for a long time, and that's why he's like, I know Trump was, still was, buddies with was him. Trump was cool in, uh, uh, what's the, McCauley Oh, why Coughlin? don't we McCauley end the Coughlin? episode right here? Uh, I don't think we need to stick up for Trump. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank, Eric, thank you so much for being here. Do you have yeah, anything thank you, for you having to me. plug or anything? I have I have nothing to plug. Well, no. Watch Blue Mountain State on it's it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix yeah, all watch, right. Watch Blue, Blue Mountain State, State on Netflix. Netflix yeah. And uh, hey, maybe more to come if the contracts work it's out. Possible, yeah. There may be another movie <laughs> or something. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Go Pats. Go Broncos. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> But really, fuck the Raiders. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll tell. Yeah. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> the, the tuck rule as much as I was against it, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs>